Pizza Saddle Chat 25th episode. How good? Yeah. Nah, come on, hey. Gonna need a bit more energy, boys. A bit more energy. I'm full. Eating too much Hell's Pizza. Welcome, everybody. Hell's Pizza Saddle Chat. Mordor. Yeah, Mordor. Yeah. Bit of lust here. What was the third one? Pandemonium. Pandemonium. That's, that's good. Good choice, yes. Oh, man. A few extras as well. Thank you. Thank you, Hell's Pizza. Great pizza. Really loving having you on board. Cheers, Ben. But uh, yeah, <clears throat> welcome everybody to uh, the 25th and final um, for the season. For the season? For the regular season. season. Yeah. For the regular, regular season. season. Yeah. yeah. Going into playoffs. Season one, done and dusted. This is the, the last yeah, episode. You freaked out huge there. You thought that was, this was it. Mate, this is my social highlight of the week. Mm, yeah. <laughs> no, mate. Everything has seasons. We go up to season two in two weeks' time. <laughs> <laughs> Off season. Um, but yeah, welcome everybody to Saddle Chat. Uh, good to have you listening in again. Uh, with the boys, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Eugene uh, Dugan. <laughs> <laughs> Eugene Doogie. Yeah, I'm and Big Easy. Mm. I'm Fridge. I'll be your host for the night. And uh, yeah, welcome along. We'll uh, do our intros, head around the table. Uh, Better minimise it. Did you host the first one, Huge? Uh, fridge? I think I did, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, we've come, come full circle. circle. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Full circle. That first one was rough, though. If you listen back to it, just the audio. Yeah. Oh, is it? Mm. Oh. A bit dusty. We were all at four corners of Wellington, weren't we? Yeah. Plus, we had Ezra's Whitby uh, five <laughs> second delay in there. That's with right. Yeah. Yeah. Apologies for that. <laughs> D Man using up all the bandwidth mm. in the background. Yeah. Yep. Cheeky dab. Um, come a long way. Yeah. Well, some way. Maybe not a long way. No, I reckon we've come a long way. Yeah. People actually listen now. Picked up, you know, a national a sponsor, sponsor. Yeah. Mm. Yep. How's Pizza? How good? We'll be filming an ad for them. Uh, uh, well, yeah, let's do it, eh? An audio ad. We'll come up with something funny. For prize giving, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good idea. They're the only kind I have. Hmm. <laughs> um... But we'll do a run around the crew, as usual. See what everybody's been up to. <clears throat> Always start on my left. Uh, heck. Actually, yeah, I've got a question for you after your intro, mate. How's, how's the last week been since um, since the t- episode 24? Um, good. A bit weird, having so many nights midweek free. But, um, I mean, that's all over now, straight back in the sevens. Mm-hmm. Good little meeting tonight, though. Great turnout. Pipes seems energised and ready to go. So, yeah, it's good. And a, a nice little impromptu uh, gathering uh, Saturday night here at, here at the club. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a great little, like you said, intimate intimate gathering. Mainly the Prem Reserve lads. Um, yeah, it was great. TP, happy birthday. Mm. Big big three O, wasn't it? Yeah, impromptu uh, yard glass for us there. Yeah, half yardy of uh, yeah. long wire raspberry. Yeah. yeah. Was good. That'd be easier than just doing beer. Eh? Yeah, easy. Yeah. Blake probably needs to work on his stamina. Yeah, not very seasoned. Did he do a fridge and just disappear? He smoke bombed. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I respect that. 
Yeah. And I think Reggie might have stolen um, Beaumont's little snorkel the Colts were using oh, last yeah. week. Yes, Beaumont coming looking for it, isn't it? Yeah, he's, Beaumont's he's not happy. you got to look after these things, you know. Yeah, these Colts boys are terrible with their belongings. Yeah. All season. Shockers. Come around to you, Huge. Uh, uh, Henry Smith, uh, <laughs> how's the last week been? Uh, there, there was no week, uh, footy last week, but uh, did you get along to the finals or anything like that? Nah, didn't go anywhere near the finals. Yeah. Um, well, close I come to the finals was the intimate session that Hick alluded to before um, at the club rooms, but that was well after the games actually finished. So, um, nah, yeah, having a bit of a sook um, that we weren't part of it. So, um, I knew if I went over there, I'd just be gutted that we weren't there. So, uh, nah, I took the Opportunity to have a bit of family time, uh, spend a bit of time with the, the fans. Don't normally get to do that on a Saturday, so that was quite nice um, to have a and little extra time. A hastily exit. And then, yeah, an exit. So um, <laughs> I was actually shoved out, out the house, actually. So nice. my partner Stace had a wee gathering. She thought that we were either going to be a part of the um, finals day or we would have a breakup or some description on the Saturday. And then when she found out I had nothing on, she was actually asking me to leave. So, you know, cool. come down mm. to my other home at the club and partaking in a uh, few few drinks with the lads. Good stuff. Nice mm. days. Good planning. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it went well. Went well. Good night. And uh, pretty, pretty rude from Stace. Huge goes good at a party. Oh, mm. no. It's, it was, I was quite happy to leave. A whole, <laughs> whole, whole bunch of place into mums letting loose every once in a while. It's, uh, yeah, it gets pretty hectic down there. So, nah, stayed well away. And that, I wanted down to finals day. Just a weird feeling, eh? I thought you were going to say you, you would have wanted to go along to this uh, to Stace's party. I mean, I was yeah, I'm pretty keen. Probably give me a buzz, Stace, next time. But yeah, finals day was real, just a bizarre feeling. Great to see Ez and D Man and Kalina. Um, yeah, sitting with this massive operation. Yeah, um, but yeah, just a real weird feeling being down there. Yeah. And that, that that's a great segue there, Hack. Thank you, uh, Ezra. I know you were busy uh, down there with the Upeli family. Uh, keep them busy in the kiosk. Um, but anything else happened in the last week? Uh, it's notable. No, 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 no. Heck, uh, sums up early. I was a little bit, bit strange, obviously, not having to, um, you know, sort of, um, I guess, have a couple of trains during the week and then have a game day on a Saturday. But um, yeah, like, like you said earlier, it was uh, it was all go out the wreck. It was um, yeah, no, it was, it was a white hot environment. Um, obviously, with a couple of thousand floating through between sort of. Late morning and yeah, late Arvo, and the um, the kiosk was uh, yeah was was pumping, but it was it was great. I mean, it ebbed and flowed. We never really got out of out of control. The, we managed to kind of manage the queues coming through, and yeah, like I was saying, there's a bit of everything. So I think everyone went away pretty happy. And the the netball girls too, Destiny and uh, um, Mans and and Tara on the barbecue. Yeah, those oh, girls are sizzling. Those girls sausage, are phenomenal. They were sizzling yeah. thousands of sausages. Yeah, literally. Yeah, there were I think two thousand sausages, but um, oh, japers. They, yeah, they, absolutely sausage fest. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the girls were phenomenal. Um, again, you know, um, we're, we're so fortunate to have them mm. here, part of the group, and they put mm. their hand up to help out. So, um, yeah, quite um, quite fitting actually that we had a sausage sizzle on on the big uh, <laughs> on the biggest day of the year yeah. in terms of club footy. <clears throat> Um, people were rabid for food. Like, isn't that was setting up, and there were people trying to get in there. Yeah, I've got a good friend that was there early. Uh, actually, Simi, who did coach here a few years ago, the Ponies. 
Um, I actually had a, had a yarn to him on Saturday morning on our, on our RTL tour with him, actually, if I just give them a hey? like. Yeah. And, uh, and Sammy said to me, you know, he wanted me to predict a couple of scores and stuff. And then just, the, I guess, um, finishing up the interview. He's going solo, bro. Um, He's going solo no, on us. No, 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 not at all. Are you pulling a fresh machine or anything? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. No. Hey, RTL, I, I grew up listening to RTL tour, so obviously not living in the area again. Um, 96.9? Give something back. I think it is still nine six one nine. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. On the on the yeah, we were wrapping up the um the wee interview on Saturday morning. Sam says, "Oh, here's you're going to head down to the finals day," and that was yeah, um, fitting for me to yeah give the kiosk a bit of a plug. I said, "Well, yeah, I actually will be down there. We've got a kiosk." And then I threw out some of the menu items, and Sam mm. was there by quarter to eleven. Oh, he would have been. We didn't, we didn't officially open until about yeah. midday, but he was there quarter to eleven and waited three quarters of an hour. Um, for some, yeah, for some chop suey and rice and yeah, a few little sweet things there, which is good. So yeah, it led into a pretty, uh, pretty hectic day, which is good. We got through it, and and then um, a huge might have huge was obviously around, but we um, mm. we bought the leftovers here. It was mm. it would have yeah, oh. fed a community. Yeah, and we thought what you know what better place than to drop off at the club, and we knew the refs were going to be here. And it just so happened the Premier Reserves are here and they mm. uh, they got stuck into it, which is good. No, the, there's, Delicious. there's a lot of good food here. Ben, ben Bealey, our trainer, took probably about 10 boxes of it home <laughs> with him that night. So, um, he loves yeah, a bit of food, old Ben. I mean, uh, there was uh, a mountain of potato salad as well, so that mm. went down well. Yeah. No, um, no lolly cake found its way back to the club rooms, which was disappointing. Cause the lolly cake and you, the bacon... You, the bacon and egg pie were, 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 uh, bacon were favourites. Bacon and egg pie? Yep. Yeah, so Bex, Wayne's oh. partner... <laughs> Whipped up some bacon leg pie. Uh, obviously, Mum made the lolly cake, and yeah, that were that were two of the um, hottest items over over the wreck. There actually was um, a, a wee bit left over post uh, the pickup, but as people wanted past, um, oh nice, yeah, we you know we thought we'd uh, you know you know grab a grab a piece <laughs> or two um, of lolly cake. It, yeah, of lolly cake and bacon leg pie. And so Wayne Smith's dismay, um, he was he was pretty gutted because uh, yeah. <laughs> he was hoping to bring some back to. Uh, Feed the masses back here, but unfortunately, we'd um, exhausted the allocation over the wreck. <laughs> Lolly cakes are funny, a funny um, slice, because it's just malt biscuits, butter, and Eskimos. It won't be my first, it won't oh. be my go to if I go to a bakery, but after this year, um, but those, those flavours just can work. Them as Eskimos in Mori, though. Hey? It's not an NPC, isn't it? What are they called then? Inuits. Hey? <laughs> Inuit, Inuits, yeah. No, the, the the lollies are not called <laughs> Inuits or whatever you say. Yeah, they're called Eskimos. Okay. The lolly. Apologies if anyone's offended by the word Eskimo out there. My apologies. I'm a big lolly cake guy. Lolly cake or custard square? Coconut on the outside? And, oh, always. And what I love about the, the Upali lolly cake, giant. It's massive. Yeah. Real thick slices. Oh. It's just, yeah. I, Dwayne and I actually um, popped into a bakery in Waifatu yesterday. And, uh, da- Daily we, Bread? Is that my bakery? No, 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 no. Now the other one down at the Fairfield Shops. Hey! It's oh, a, yeah, cheeky, yeah, it's yeah. a cheeky little bakery there. Check it out. Is it near um, best, the dive best. shop? Oh, the, the one in the, the corner? One in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. green, green yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, it is. Closer. It's opposite that plant. Yeah, and then yeah, dive yeah. shops on the opposite corner. Yeah. One of the best steak and cheese pies you'll find in the hut. So if you're in that area. Anyway, we uh, we popped into the bakery, wandered past their little slice selection, and they had lolly cake. And it was a dollar fifty, but it was uh, very thin. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Not, no good. Not, it's not really going to get anything out of it, really. But um, 
that's why we obviously go with a fair mouthful um, with our version of it. Um, obviously, plenty of girth and mm. change your life. Yeah. Um, last thing on slices, and I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I'm a weirdo on this thing, but uh, I really love Louise slices. Hey, does, do you guys know what that is? Is that the raspberry, the raspberry one? one? Yeah, raspberry or like coconut. Pink icing? No. It's just like jam. Yeah, no, the, the, the one you're, you're like the talking coconut about. Proper raspberry. Yeah. I had one by accident years ago. I've just been frothing over them ever since. So if anyone uh, does a good Louise cake or slice out there, mm. send it on down. Uh, no doubt one of the netballers will be able to whip it up. They um, yep. Obviously from their function during the year. Oh, yeah. One of my highlights was um, just the array of uh, slices. and There's some good slices there too. Yeah. It was phenomenal. Mm. Blue slice, yeah. Nice, eh? I think it's a real old school New Zealand uh, slice there. See, well done to everyone involved uh, down at finals day, or mainly the the girls uh, sizzling sausages and uh, the Upali family. They've been banging it down there all season. It's been an awesome uh, change. And Gus too. Oh, Gus. Last week, <clears throat> putting all the hoardings up and hoardings yeah. down and ropes up and ropes He was down. there today as well, doing the fences, yeah. running the show over there. At, um, Gus does a huge amount in. of work here. Yeah, yeah I, I, I just, I'm sorry, I'll pop in there because it's, it's actually really appropriate that you bring up his name. Dee and I were there yesterday doing a bit of a clean out of the kiosk and the little shed that we used, little groundkeeper shed, and um, yeah, Gus was there with Fraze and um, got the uh, the other little boy that was there. I think it might be a nephew of, uh, of Gus. He was helping out as well. But um, yeah, Gus is all that yeah, work that he could, that does. It just goes unseen. And yeah, yeah, um, and, yeah in the family too. Like Fraser oh, yeah. is always mm. you know, a lot of the time by his side and Karen as well. Yeah. Um, good hardworking family that one. Oh, um, Fraser too passed his uh his little test with the council to get his uh nice. his bar management license. So that's good on your phrase. Nice, nice. It's gonna be a tough one. test, man. I got a few wrong. Mm. I think you're only able to get three wrong. I've got two. I think mm. it's gonna be some long nights for you next season, uh, Fraser. <laughs> Shout ready? out to uh, to Jonesy as well, who um, had the muddy grinds uh, coffee carts at finals day. It was uh, it was all go. Uh, caramel latte, if you're uh, if you're ever um, yeah, you're partial to caramel latte, latte now, eh? Like you never used to be. No, no, I've always been. I've always liked caramel frappes or frappuccinos or lattes, yeah. And even at Macca's, yeah, I, I don't go near a, a chocolate sundae or raspberry sundae or strawberry. Is it? It's always caramel. Yeah. Mm. The dollar hot chocolates at McDonald's are where it's at. Very good. So, but yeah. thanks to Hills Pizza, our sponsor. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, one more thing, like that's how big. Is his operation was he was not only in the kiosk they were in like the the groundsman's garage just tables slow cookers everywhere it was chock a block mm. real awesome well done boys great start to a pod majority of the chat's been about food yeah we're about an hour in and we've just done <laughs> gone around the table just to do chickens uh sorry for me i was uh i was uh at uh i was at lowell's house on saturday and uh, we've done a quick visit. It was uh, Baker's uh, five mm. years. And so uh, shout out to the Tamoy family. Uh, but we went out there and all the boys wanted to do was talk the semifinals. And I was like, look, you know, I don't want to talk rugby, eh? They keep bringing it up. And then when we finally got back to Lowell's, you could hear the bloody announcements over the, from yeah. the wreck. So like, my backyard as well. So I was like, damn it. So I was always in the, in the back of the mind. But um, yeah. Didn't want to go anywhere near the finals day, to be honest. Didn't want to talk about it, and yeah, season's over. But uh, we'll move on. A couple of things from the uh, notice board. 
uh, the Hell's Pizza notice board. Um, the food bank drive, what a success. Yeah, huge. Uh, Benny Martin uh, coming through with uh, organising all that. whole lot of baskets uh, filled here with um, non-perishables and he dropped that down on, uh, to the food bank on Friday. They sent through a nice little uh, thank you note, everyone involved and uh, pretty cool boys to see uh, the club get, get behind the, the local community and, and help in a, a tangible way. Yeah, it's not the first time that um, the call's been put out there to the club and everyone's sort of come to the fore and donated stuff. I know um, you've done a bit of a drive uh, earlier in the year. Fridgey ran um, blankets and stuff like that for a family Yeah, as well. And everyone, I mean, Karen, I remember going to pick up some stuff for Karen and they had bags and bags of stuff. So, um, no, nah, it's awesome, that, that club spirit or community spirit in general um, and helping out those, those in need. Yeah, great initiative from, from Benny. I think we should keep, you know, do it. Regularly. Bi-yearly, yeah, do a couple a year, and yeah, it was great. I mean, good to see they're stoked as well, and mm. and um, yeah, I think I'm going to help out some more if they need some mm. deliveries or packaging or yeah, definitely, yeah. I think we can get get more active in the community to be honest, though. Mm. 100%. Just yeah, even stuff like the meals on wheels and stuff like that, you can get some some of the club members going going out delivering and stuff mm. like that. So yeah, just giving time, eh? And mm. yeah, that'd be mad. Be cool to uh, research some other ways that we can get out there and help, especially yep. around Christmas time coming up. And well done to the netball girls too. They donated the most and they've got a tray of uh, long whites coming their way. Yeah, I, want, I want a recount on that. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Might sit with the, the netball girls uh, for prize giving. <laughs> um, let's have a look here. Yeah, and I guess uh, also we've got some, you know, the, probably a couple of working bees coming up. So for your listeners out there and, and players and and uh, volunteers, uh, we'll get the message out um, to come down and help out in the club. Probably a bit to do this off-season, uh, you reckon, Hank? Um, just around the club, and I think there might be a bit of refurbishment around the green room, possibly. Yeah, we've got to get the uh, all the plaques back up uh, after a repaint. It's looking a bit tired in there, the green room. So yeah, well due for a, overdue for a for a fresh lick of paint. Um, yeah, and then it's a few other little things, a couple of couple of little leaks we need to sort out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can photos be, the photos around the Prim Reserve corner could probably do a bit of wipe yeah. down. <laughs> they need to be sanitised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, someone's done the old Schumacher champagne. Yeah. looks like with with long white. So yeah, they need to tidy up. Nice. And boys, just looking at our, um, it is our 25th uh, Saddle Chat, just looking at our previous 24 episodes, is there anything that kind of stands out? Do you guys, any highlights within those episodes um, you kind of took fancy to? Heck? Uh, I, I really enjoyed, you know, those the ones where we kind of come up with various teams and that. I'm, I'm looking forward to our next iteration of, of, of that. Um. Yeah, I've I've enjoyed them all. Mm. Yeah, huge. Oh, definite highlight was the the draft. Um, the mm. draft was a big one, and actually said that even as um, recently as Saturday night, they boys were starting to talk about the draft for next year. And <laughs> and um, I mentioned I threw it out there we might actually have a combine um, yeah. before we go into the draft, and maybe do a few um, sort of mock videos um, of like the choose me or pick me sort of stuff and. Mm really get into it for next year. So, yeah, boys are already talking about the draft for next year um, and pretty keen for us. So that, that was definitely a highlight for me. And then 
just the, the different guests that we've had on as well have added their own little special thing about it, which was cool. Um, yeah. Like, hands down, we've got to do a combine. Oh, yeah. And yeah, do those definitely. videos yeah. to impress it. It'll be fun, yes. Yeah. How about yourself, uh, Ezra? Uh, uh, any highlights? Yeah, oh, I, I guess um, one that really stood out was when we were finally able to get the four of us together um, after <laughs> a couple that we'd had to do via Zoom. Um, but obviously to be able to come in and, and I mean, you know, the setup that we have here is, yeah, it's pretty, um, it's pretty professional. So, you know, to be able to, I guess, be able to sit around as a group and have that banter going, which, um, yeah, seems to be working. And we're obviously building a wee bit of a following, which is nice as well. Um, so that's been good, but yeah, like like Fred said, obviously, uh, sorry, you said the um, the guests that we've had have been um, has, has been, have been awesome as well. So it's been nice to bring some guys uh, and girls into yeah, share a wee bit about their their journeys, what they're up to, but also their connection to the club and how they were introduced to the club. It's been um, it's been a lot of fun. So looking forward to building on that. Nice, yeah, same as all you guys. But uh, highlight for me is you know we get to spend time here together till late as you know that's what I. <laughs> I like the best is playing you know, every week. Walking out, walking out late at night, and nah. But to be honest, that, that combine was awesome. <coughs> um, so uh, coming up with those uh, with Samoan team, Maori uh, team, um, shining a light on our national kind of uh, language weeks has been pretty cool. Um, we still got to do the the whites. <laughs> oh, cool. At some point, the Anglo, the Anglo's, Anglo Saxons. Your inbox is going to flood with complaints. Mm. <laughs> chat at gmail.com. <laughs> See in the morning. Uh, how about interviews during lockdown? Uh, who, who are your favourites? Um, I thought the I actually thought the netball girls were really good. And then to have a bit of a yarn too. So um, it's good to get them on to mm. chat to us. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed having uh, Rattle here um, with Jason Fale, which was yeah. which was awesome. Um, and um, so in, in, in person, um, but then I guess a few that happened before we were able to obviously come together here at the club. Um, you know, Jerome was obviously, a, uh, Daniel was really in it. Um, Huge. Kind of one of, yeah. JK, my guy here. Huge. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan, Jordan Kahu, the, the real JK over in. The real JK. In, yeah. It was uh, nice to hear from him and what he's doing over in Brisbane, which is awesome. I was a big fan of Steffi. Mm. Yeah, that was, was a good great. chat. Yeah. I felt like he held back on the held back a bit on the TAB chat, the yeah. kind of punting stuff. But like he said, he can't go giving everyone. Imagine the amount of people who bump into him, and be like, "Yeah, hey, what do you reckon about race four at Wollongong?" <laughs> um, but no, I really enjoyed chatting to Steph. Um, Sophie Devine, that was a good. She chat. was, yeah. yeah. She switched on. She's awesome. And all the subcontinent fans that, that followed along. Tough loss uh, the other day for the. Uh, White ferns. Um, yeah, man, they got smoked by Aussie over there. No good. Um, they chased us two down. Um, but yeah, and I really enjoyed talking to her. I love talking to Floss, and I feel like I only just touched the surface. He, I reckon, he's got hours of yarns. Um, yeah, we hit the we hit the maximum time allowed on the Instagram, so couldn't chat any longer. But he he was great. Nice. Let that one down, boys. Um, yeah, I wanted to touch on guys like Steph. Like when we dropped that message uh, on him uh, via Insta, just straight away his energy was good. Like it wasn't like, oh, I got this on, I got this on. He was like, yeah, keen anytime. Just let me know when. Um, and that was the same with uh, Messam, uh, Jerome. 
like these high profile people just willing to give up their time or given like everyone's in lockdown and have time to give but um yeah it was, it was cool really enjoyed chatting to Carlton Nana too yeah his work ethic's just crazy as well like and his seven's career obviously and now on his kind of production commentary stuff he's just he's a madman tell you out of all these guys though I felt so intimidated doing Tana mm-hmm. Like, would you feel that way as well? Like, interviewing Tana? I don't know. It's just like I know he's cool. He's one of the boys. He's you know he's a local. He's a villager. There's just something about him. I was just like, he doesn't do heaps of that stuff too. So there's like that real mystique about him. It's kind of like after Michael Jordan's career, he didn't do a lot of television stuff, commentary stuff. It was all kind of there was that kind of mystique still about him. Mm. Yeah, I just think um, overall, just the interviews that. Or the people that you got to come on was yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Like from guys like Nani Lamapi that come on and done it as well, and guys that you mentioned before, and then even just those sort of local club guys that um, yeah, probably but how they come so come in. So someone like Jalen Torpola and mm. um, like H Wayne Tui and guys like that that sort of don't really do a lot of the stuff, but Jabba they were quite great. keen to get on and get amongst it as well. So that was pretty cool. Nice. Nice. Well, uh, all we'll do, we'll go on to uh, our club, uh, the club results from finals day. So, yeah, just the finals day results. Uh, I'll redo them, and then you can discuss any notable ones that kind of you're keen to uh, talk about, because, to be honest, not too keen on talking about uh, much of them. But uh, Huddle Boys Colts uh, got up in that second division final, 28-24 over OBU Black. Uh, Poneke went down uh, 15 points to 30 in the Div 2 of the Premiers. Sure. Another one for the, the Goats. Norths. Um, <clears throat> Ed Shani, this is a big result. Uh, lost 13 uh, points to 25 against MSP. First loss of the season as well. Is it? Mm. Unlucky. <laughs> um... I'll touch on this quickly before yeah. you move on. Um, the MSP, the both teams all passed us, obviously, to go ahead to number two. That's where the game was played. And was just, as soon as I saw Patunu mm. walking out with the MSP team, I just had a funny feeling, mate. Yeah. Um, this is uh, this is where that kind of player, with that calibre and that experience, just comes to the fore. And, um, yeah, sure enough. I seen the um, team, MSP team list um, on the Friday night, and I actually looked at it and I thought, yeah, it's a pretty good team. They had um, Isaac O'Connor Isaac, yeah. at number number eight. Obviously, played over a hundred games for Mary St. Pat's and Tons. Um, a few other names are out there as well. There's some good young players mm-hmm. that probably would have been playing Colts for them, but um, obviously with no Colts team, they moved up to the Prem Reserve team. So, yeah, yeah, as soon as I seen that team list, I was thinking that yeah, it was, they were a good chance. Tons still got it too, man. Oh, got yeah. some nice touches there. I watched some highlights of his um, some of the tries, and he was yeah, a big no part okay. of those. Yeah, no, legend. Uh, Javel went down. Big result for Stakes Valley there. 20 points to 16 uh, in that final. Huge. Mm. Huge. Huge. Um, Poneke, 35-14. Uh, that was in the... Premiers. Premiers. Uh, the Colts final. Thanks for putting that out, Les. Um, 24-13. OBU. Um Sorry, it was Poneke over Upper Hutt, um, 35-14. Yeah, that was, the, that was the ninth and 10th playoff. I'm glad we're shedding a light on this game. Yeah. Bridge, yeah. 
Hey, you already know how I feel about that game. I still can't believe they're giving out medals in a ninth and tenth game. <laughs> it's actually insane. Yeah, I saw you send that through, and I was filthy on that, bro. They shouldn't get a, menu, in a, a in medal a year for that where game. Funding for rugby is tight, especially at the club level. Why are we spending money on medals for a ninth place team? It's bonkers. Did you hear the name of the trophy they come up with for the ninth and tenth place? What was it? The ninth and tenth trophy. <laughs> <laughs> was there an actual trophy? Ninth, ninth place trophy. Yeah, yeah I think there so. was an actual. Oh. There was a trophy. <laughs> wow, we you just don't need a trophy for that. You don't need a medal for that. Barely need to play that game. Do paper rock scissors, <laughs> paper rock scissors, or friggin'. It's a bit of a slap in the face to all the teams who worked hard and came, you know, third and the top of their grades, you know. Yeah, it's down on finals day, but the thing that irks me there is just that year that Brotherhood won, and then there was no one there from the union, and there was no medal, there was no hats. Given they had just finished this huge finals day over here, and they had organised nothing for any other grade. So yeah, anyway. Which was a legitimate grade championship win as yeah. well. Yeah. A good spending, Wellington Rugby. Some medals for ninth. You know, there's got to be. In an investigation. Because they need to be accountable. Someone has to be. Yeah, that game should be played at the Strand, eh? Strand <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. But. Yeah. Just uh, look in the mirror. Uh, yeah, we'll move on. Uh, Hardham Cup. Played on State Highway too. Game of the day. Game of the day, William uh, Major William Hardham. Uh, Winery Omata, 17 over the Eagles, 15. Unlucky. That's awesome, though. Like, I think we mentioned last week that it would be awesome just to see Winery win a final because they, they've been in a few these last few years but never quite got there. So, um, mm. nah, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm stoked for Dan, um, Franny. Um, Flicked him a message as well on Friday night. Just wish him luck. He was pretty keen to get one over Huddle Boys Maris. I don't know if, I mean, even if that game was for the ninth and tenth uh, place, he probably would have been going pretty hard just to beat Huddle Boys anyway. So, um, mm. nah, stoked for him. And I've seen some of the old boys, old Patoni boys over at Wainui celebrating with him as well, which was awesome to see. One Farron Turner. Yeah, buffaloed, by the way. Farron Turner, evidence. You see, I would have argued that, that it was the selfie <laughs> camera. And it turns it around. You didn't argue, though. I don't know. Silly. Come on, friend. You're usually better than this. He knows better than that, eh? Yeah. He just owns up. But yeah, good to see him. I think Georgie was over there as well. Mm. Lots, Tank. Yep. Nice. Congrats, Dan. Congrats, Wanui. Awesome one. Congrats, Ice. Ice Marmia of yeah. the uh, Peak Electrical System. Yep. Great dude. Uh, and then the... What was this? Winner for 14th and 13th Jubilee Cup. Uh, Norse went down. Um, over OBU 22-14 Real tough day for North boys Oh congrats Congrats to North obviously For you know For uh, having three teams Obviously um, You know Qualifying for The big dance You know Obviously um, A pretty pretty awesome year For, for that club And um, I, I must admit What they do well Is, is that supporters group You know They've obviously got that Hundred club But mm. man if, if, For anyone who's been On social media this week And and, and seeing images from the final, the blue and white, you know, everyone was decked out and, you know, club gear, which is awesome. You know, I, I think that, you know, that kind of thing should be um, acknowledged and celebrated. And saying that, though, tough day. And exactly what we went through, obviously, seven days earlier is, um, is what we all went through on the weekend. So, 
yeah, tough old uh, tough old day for them. Obviously, the Premier Reserves, as you said, first loss all year, setting the pace, benchmark, knocked over by Fatsonu and uh, and the MSP crew. The Colts game was sort of in the balance there from what I saw, and then over you just um, yeah, we're, we're just too clinical in the end, and then that big one, yeah, um, man, Fui Mono and mm. you know Finbar and and crew, that finals experience just too much for for North, you know. North look like they played their final obviously a week early. Um, so yeah, a shame for 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 the Titae Bay put it all merger. And I, but, um, it's a good year. I, I guess direct contract to the Eugene Hack is uh, a great day for the Billy Goats down at Cambridge. Surely a huge night down there. Oh, they would have been pumping. There would have been a lot of nudity as well, I'm sure. Yeah. And um, Billy Goat fashion. So um, nah, I mean yeah, awesome from ABU. Um, they were, I mean, we've talked about it before in the other settle chats, but they, their premier team in particular were sort of decimated with numbers, um, whether it be injuries or people going up to higher honours as well. So, um, yeah, probably just give it credit to their coaches and the leaders on the team to pull that team together and get through. So, as they say, all you got to do is make it to the playoffs and anything can happen. So, they've mm. uh, just proven it. Yeah, anything can happen in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Not always good. Nah. Any other notable uh, performances there before we move on, boys? <laughs> yeah, Giza. Uh Hacksaw. Jim Dugan. It was you, my bro. Uh, got a cheeky quiz, quiz for us. Fridge, I'll test your uh, your buzzer. Roof. Yes, you got a new one, or are you going to stick with? Uh, last oh, I'm going to go with Yosa. <laughs> <laughs> Controversial, but yeah, okay. very, very, very. But that's all we're all about, yeah. Oh, it's the lawyers. The lawyers are in. <laughs> Come on in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What was I? Another pretty poor <laughs> buzz from Huge. <laughs> right, lads. First question: Who won the first ever Ranfurly Shield Clash? Roof. Uh, Henry Messina Auckland They were in the game They didn't win it Yosa <laughs> Yes <laughs> It's got to be Wellington Correct They won 6-3 uh, 6-3 six, three. Uh, six, three. Yeah Three tries to Two <laughs> Alright boys Question two Who is the current holder of the Curry Cup? South Africa's uh, Mitre 10 Cup, essentially. Yosa. Yes. Chucks. Incorrect. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Huge. Cheetahs. The Free State Cheetahs, yeah. correct. Wow. Nice. Cheetahs. Well done, huge. Yeah. Uh, name the French fly half, son of Emile. Uh, What's your language, huge? 
Ruf. Fridge. Jean. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Oh. The current French number 10. Son of Emile Intermac. Ruf. Fridge, you are out. Haven't got it? Yolza. I'll, I'll, I'll just give it a nudge. I'll yeah. say Thierry. No. That's the most polite Yolza I've ever heard. Mm. Yolza. You want to have a stab in the, stab <sighs> in the dark, Edge? Nah. No, Romain. Romain yeah, Intermac. Uh, <sighs> All right, boys. Name the mid 90s Springbok lock turned commentator. Giant of yeah, yeah. Go with you, huge. Kobus Visa. Correct. Spell mm. Visa. <laughs> if you're talking about big heads, that's a massive. Huge. Head. Sorry. Oh, he is one hell of a human. Oh, he oh. is a is a blockhead. Huge, yeah. huge, and just a real square bloke. Yeah. Just huge. Yeah. All right. Question. We are salivating just there, mate. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and his yeah. haircut. Just, yeah, the, just the flat top, hey? Flat top. It's like kid and play. Yeah, great. All right, on your buzzers, boys. Nick Grigg plays for what Scottish club? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it might have been you again, Huge. Yeah, it was. Uh, Glasgow Warriors. Correct. Love you, Nicky. Can we get a score count real quick? <laughs> score count? Huge. Out ahead early on three. Ezra's on one. Fridge, donut. I'll fizzle like last week. So you're saying that there's a chance. Um, what year was the flower bomb test? Eden Park. Yoza. Yes? 81. Correct. He's coming back. Fridge still on zero. Hey, hey. That's not how you start. Uh, Panasonic Wild Knights. Honda Heat. Cabalco Steelers. Coca-Cola Red Sparks. Which company owns... The Black Rams. Yeah, yeah. Was, oh. Huge. Rico. Correct. Mm. Masa. Yeah, a few boys. Yeah. Masa. Yeah. Masa. Masa Toshi. Yeah. Nakamura. Nish. Um, Nish. Nishi. Yeah. Yeah. Nishi. Uh, Nishi. Yeah. Yeah. Kazuma. Good boys. Um, Koba. Yeah, yeah. He's in. Sledgehammer. Yeah. 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 Sledge. Sledge. No, nah, he was different, wasn't he? Hey, he's black. Hey, he's black. Yeah, he's oh, like no, he is actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Do I get a point for that? <laughs> yeah. um, how many NBA teams has Khan Green supported in the last five years? Bruce, yeah, yeah. Fridge? Four. Correct. Same amount as Fridge. My Fridge is all of them. Hey, oh, hey. <laughs> change your team day one every year. Day one, baby. Let's go, Lakers. All right. Name <laughs> two clubs or provinces. That have beaten the All Blacks. Yes. Mm. Yes. Uh, Munster mm-hmm. and Sydney. Munster and Sydney and Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, Sydney beat the All Blacks back in '92. I think you just got the quizmaster. Can I get another point for someone else? I can even tell you the score was about forty to thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Correct. Connectly. Lynnesley. Yeah. Connectly. Connectly. Yeah. Cardiff, Swansea. Yeah, Munster. I'll give that one to you, Is. You didn't have Sydney, though, eh? 
No, I didn't sound here, so I just missed him. <laughs> All right, here's the power round. Power. Power. Who did Pity Whippu make his international debut against? Yeah, yeah. Ruff. Fridge. Aussie. Incorrect. Yeah, yeah. Huge. Samoa. Incorrect. Yoza. England? Incorrect. It was Wales at uh, Millennium. Oh. Was that the famous uh, Hucker Indoors? Indoor Hucker? Yeah, it might have been. I, I, think think it was that time, eh? I don't think it was. No. I can't remember. I should know that. Paddy Weeper, can, can you verify? Yeah. Tony Settlechat at gmail.com. Um, we're going way back now. Why is a rugby ball oval? When they first invented the game, why is the, why is the ball over? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was different to a soccer ball? No, that's not what I've got. Ruff, was it because of the, the leather? Well, you, you get in there. So I, I get a point? <laughs> no, get in there. It's not a point. The, the guy that picked up the ball, he picked up a football though, it was round. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously from there, yeah. it's become over. Well, from there, actually, the Wellington Rugby Union get involved. <laughs> was it because of the bladder? Yeah. The, the bloke that made it, or the, he made all the rugby balls back then, Richard Linden, he fashioned the, the leather, but he, he made the inner out of pig's bladders, which are mm. naturally oval. oval. Oh, okay. Mm. Mm. Nice. Did you enjoy that question, Fritch? Yeah, I really did. <laughs> all right, another, another way back question. How many points was a try originally worth? Uh, rough. Fridge. Three. Incorrect. Yeah, yeah. Huge. Two. Incorrect. Rough. No, you're out. Fridge, you're <laughs> out. Yoza. Yes. Must have been four. Incorrect. Now, this was fascinating, actually. I found this just before. A try was originally worth nothing. It, it meant you got a crack to have a shot at the goal. That's why it's called a try. Ah, so fascinating. So, so what was the goal worth? Points. I don't know. If, oh. if that's true, that is brilliant. Yeah. Well, it's true. Mm. Nah, it's Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it simply um, it gave the team the right to do a place kick for points. I like that. Hence why it's a try for goal. Yeah. That's good. I really like that. Interesting. Fact, eh? Yeah. I'm going to start spreading that in my own circles as my own fact. Yeah. <clears throat> it was a tail trial this year. I hope it would have been worth nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name? Say his name. Jordan Price. Yeah. Never forget. He was not at the club after finals day. Mm. I, I, haven't, I haven't shared that video on the Instagram for a while. Love you, JP. <laughs> um, last question. Last question, lads. Uh, in what country was Rugby Sevens invented? Yosa. Yes, Scotland. Ruff. Correct. Was it Scotland? It was a it was a Melrose Club fundraiser in Scotland. Mm, nice game just took off. Mm. Um, and I've got a little a fun little fact here I found on my my journeys as well. A French player, Gaston uh, Varelli's, um, he missed his international debut against Scotland. You'll like this one, Fridge. Uh, in nineteen ten, uh, he got off the train to get a sandwich. Bit of a big queue. Missed the train. 
missed his debut, wow. was never selected again. It's tough. I hope it was a good sandwich. Yeah, a bloody good sandwich. Mm. Might have been a... No, I can't remember. We're Hell's Pizza now, so I was going to say a sandwich from... Uh, was it Schechter's? Schlicker's? Entree. Entree's, yeah. Entree's. Schlicker's Deli, yeah. Jean Condon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was teammate, yeah. <laughs> and one more, one more little interesting one. Um, everyone knows, you know, the, the, the All Blacks hucker before the start of a game. On the 16th of November, 1905, uh, Cardiff, the Welsh uh, responded by singing. Blast back. I like that. I like that too. Yeah. yeah it's like when the Fijian uh, league team do the or union team do it as well. The league team do it. Yeah. They yeah. sing uh, him. Mm. Uh, that's pretty cool. I don't mind that. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, bring it up. See the quiz? Take on the challenge and then hammer back. Yeah, back to you, Fridge. Who won? Oh, did I get a point? Yeah, you got you got a solitary point. I'll take that. Ezra's on three. Oh, that was the question. Huge, huge stole it on four. <clears throat> right, yeah, yeah. Huge, your prize is in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on. First 15. Footy on the weekend. Yeah. I caught a bit of it. Scott's College. Uh, Ezra's Scott, Scott's College versus uh, St. Pat's Silverstream. Scott's taking the spoils 24-21. Thoughts? It was a two and pro game. It was um, Scots went out to a real early lead, like fourteen 0 up, I believe it was, and then uh, Silverstream come back and then eventually took the lead. Um, and then yeah, Scots prevailed in the end. Um, pretty good rugby, considering it was quite a windy day and weather wasn't that great. So I thought the quality was quite high. Um, watching it, there was some real standout performance. So um, Peter Laka, um was quite impressive. He got around the field and. Um, his work rate was yeah yeah pr- pretty good. Um, midfielder Riley Higgins, um, pretty classy, good ball skills and stuff like that. But yeah, there's quite a few um, kids in there that you know wouldn't mind getting being able to have a chance to coach in some 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 form. But yeah, is how about you, mate? Your uh, old old school? Yeah, proud? yeah, no, I was uh, pretty proud of uh, the boys' efforts on Sunday. Um, the the four picks. Tended to cancel each other out, mm. to be honest. Um, and I think in the end, I think Silverstream probably relied on Riley Higgins maybe a bit too much out, out um, in the back. He's phenomenal. What a, what a player. And wherever he goes next year, they've got a pretty impressive young young man coming mm. to them. So um, <clears throat> good luck to Riley with his um, yeah with his club footy next year. But um, yeah, in the end, Scott's just had too, too much riper. Out back, really. It was interesting to see um, Sione Halalilo out wide. Eh? Mm, yeah, that was a, a normal uh, or usual loose forward. But he was out in the wing and then ended up in midfield. He was fantastic. Yeti Campbell, uh, young Eagle. Obviously, he'll go back to Hunt, no doubt, probably mm. post um, his school days. Um, but yeah, no, it was um, it was great to see Scots get up. And, and probably a little plug as well for, for Scots, who took out the um, Premier 1 football title as well. Um, earlier on the week, on Monday, against Double. against Stream, and that game was actually held up the road at Memorial Park in Patoni. So good to see the village. Um, Shout out to Huddy Sport. Yeah, uh, the village hosting that Premier One football final. So a double, yeah, double for Scots over the boys from Mount Silverstream, which mm-hmm. was nice. Mm-hmm. Always good. Well, those scholarships paying off. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> mate. But mate, you know, it's it's an opportunity. Yeah. These kids will go on to do some. Uh, Awesome things. So, Sorry, uh, I was a scholarship yeah, yeah, at my school. school. Yeah. <laughs> um, quads on at the moment, huge. It is. Oh, Cole went down today, Nelson. Good day. 26 29. 
Did no, oh, I totally forgot about it. Do you know if Collegiate got it? No. I've only got the Wellington College score here. Mm. Probably went down final as well. On, uh, final on Thursday. So, who does Nelson got well, it? Nelson v. Whoever mm. won out of. Uh, so, Nelson will be at home on Thursday. Wow. Yeah, not very professional here from Huge. Scrambling for results. Well, mate. Busy, busy working, eh? I was going to say, heck, um, Wellington College, uh, nowhere to be seen in the local first 15 finals. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I think the, the current principal, I don't think, is a big sports guy. So they've kind of gone away from stealing talent from around the suburbs. <laughs> um, Word on the street, though, is that um, Wellington College are going to have a potential classy oh, new coach. They have got a gun new coach. Real fiery ranger. Debatable. In Colsey. Yeah, he 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 got won the silver wheel. Yeah, I was just going to say shout out to Jonathan Coles things. actually. Have they announced that either? That he won the Wellington Under Fifteen. No, that he. No, no, no. So I, that's why I said potentially. We just might have put his role in jeopardy now, but but he definitely did win the Under Fifteen. Uh, oh, it's the lawyers again title <laughs> uh, with Cole. So there's some you know there's some talent coming through, but yeah, that top level really struggling the last last few years. You notice I didn't actually mention his name. I said yeah. potential. I want to see another college come through and take it a like a, a wrong side, or you know, just a, another Bernard story come through and upset these big, big rugby schools. You know, Bernard's um, I thought to be fair, performed really well this year. Yeah, um, hey, and their and their grade they had some really good results. Um, so yeah, Did they beat Cole. Bernard's they beat Cole. Yeah, they beat Cole. Yeah, yeah. Just, although that's not that hard lately. Yeah, <laughs> we'll take it though. I feel like. There's a lot of disparity, though, again. I mean, we've seen it in some of the club grades, but I feel like Stream and, and, and Scott's are streaks ahead of, of the other schools at the moment, which is a shame. And even in Wellington College's kind of heyday, there was a lot of competitive schools, you know, Town, Rongatai, uh, Bernard's, you mentioned. So it's a, it's a shame there's kind of a two-horse race at the moment. Uh, breaking news. Um, yeah, Wanganui Collegiate lost today. So it'll be a Cole <laughs> collegiate minor final yeah. on Tuesday. Third and fourth playoff, they might get a medal. <laughs> mm. Mm. I don't mind a third and fourth medal. Or Christ, third, third Christ, place medal. Christ's V Nelson in the final. All South Island. Mm-hmm. All South Island, yep. I wonder who, who's playing off for the 21st and 22nd Cup. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, boys, shout out to Scott's College, um, getting up there. Always a special time winning a championship with your school. Hard luck and commiserations to St. Pat Silverstream and uh, those former Patani juniors that are involved <coughs> up there. <clears throat> to Mannix and, and the boys. Mm. Um, yeah, go again next year. Let's go. Uh, on to uh, Seattle Chat Quiz 2. Got a second quiz here, guys, and we'll do the buzzer again. I will give you guys a chance to change your buzzer here. So I'm going to go to Hack first with your buzzer. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Uh, huge. I'll just stick to the yeah, yeah. I thought it worked well. Yeah. Easy. Oos. 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 That change was due to the lawyer just popping in before. <laughs> so the quiz... I'm not sure if it was on the agenda, boys, but um, it was just to test your, your guys' knowledge of previous uh, interviews or, or saddle chats. 
um, that have been. So all the questions are based around uh, previous interviews. I'm pretty sure it's just interviews, yeah. All good? So we'll start. Start off with my guy. First question is based around my guy, Liam Messam. Uh, we discussed his favourite food while, while he's over there in France. Uh, what was his answer? Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> is it um, beef bourguignon? Hey, no. <clears throat> no one remembers? Yeah, yeah. It was just like a basic food, eh? Like it was... Um, hey, like you can't a... fish for an answer. No, mm. no. I'm just like a oh, croissant. Oh, I might give you half there. Uh, it was just generally patisserie food. Yeah, yeah. He did. He did say no, it was, bread. Yeah, like yeah, bread yeah. No, he said it's, croissant. It's mm. croissant. I said croissant. 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 I did. Play that back. I like the effort. <laughs> it's French language where you got to get it right. Make mm. an effort. So I'm giving uh, Henry. Sean Condom would approve. Do a half. Question two. Um, one guest on the Insta Live interviews turned the interview around and started interviewing the interview. Yeah, yeah. La, 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 la. I'll give that to you. Bernie. Correct. Mm? Surname. Totally your law. Mm. Not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Right, just messing around on my chair. Uh, how do you do that? One. Correct. Bernie Taliallo. Uh Question three. You should note this one. Um, there was one interview that ran over time and automatically finished. Who was it? Heck, Floss. It was Floss. Yeah. Man, he could talk. I'd love to hear his stories for hours, yeah. It's all about control. I just got to control it. <laughs> uh, one interviewee was a fifth generation villager. Who was this? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Jack Holt. Indeed it was, Jack Coles. Question number five. Who were the first, sorry, who were the four first round picks in the inaugural saddle Oops. chat draft is? Gone out early. Yeah. Oh, Jared Adams. Yep. That's all I've got. <laughs> is that all you got? That's all I've got. It's open to the floor. I knew it was Rampage because that was my pick. Yep. You didn't even know your own pick. <laughs> <laughs> well, you must know your pick as well. <laughs> Unbelievable, you guys. Rampage, mate. I had you. Give up. I'll have a guess. Rampage? Yep. Pity? Yep. Millie Mackey? No. Can I have a go here? Yeah. Well, yeah. Did you pass on it? No, he's no, not going Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, Rampage, Pity. Now he's going to use my guess that I got right. Logan Henry? Yep. And. The last. Willie Fine. No. Oh. Last one was a bolster. It was Caleb Sinclair. Oh. And that was Hex Pick. No one got that one. It was a bolter. Dr. Sam. Um, done a notable trick, uh, which took about a week. Where was the trick, or where was it to? Oh, is 
where was the trek and where was it to? Or where uh, was it to? Or where was it to? What was the hip? I've I've gone out early again. I apologise. Pass. Oh. <laughs> Yo, is it Machu Picchu? No. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Kokoda. No, I might give it to Ez here. Uh, it was Everest. It was Everest. Yeah. yeah. No, he didn't lock it in. No, I wasn't confident. It was it was thrown out there. <sighs> yeah, no, I'm going Mickey Mouse this quiz. <laughs> It was the Everest trek, so you, you trek to base camp. <clears throat> yeah. and, and That's okay. why I didn't say Everest, because he'd, yeah. he'd already said it and you got nothing. Question seven. Uh, how many Manusina players were interviewed? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is. You did the Salt Sisters together. You did Ali. And you did Angel with Leah. So four. Correct. Yeah. But he didn't say he didn't say Everest. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is your first warning, mate. Okay, just just relax over there. Who were the very first two interviews Ooh. on the Naza and Pity? Correct. Oh. Went to a tally. Uh, <clears throat> question number nine. One notable player uh, dropped quite a few profanities. Who was it? Yeah, yeah. Is uh, huge. <laughs> Nani, Lamapi. Indeed, it was. <laughs> quite a few. It was quite surprising. Uh, Tana went over to Aussie uh, for NRL. What club? Yeah, yeah. I'll give that to you, huge. Newcastle Knights. Heck, he's struggling a bit, mate. Just can't get over this Everest bum. <laughs> Don't bungle. listen to interviews. We interviewed siblings during lockdown. How many sets of siblings did we interview? Yeah, yeah. Huge. Four. Yeah, I got four. The Upilis. Yep. The Sals. Yep. Willis. Yep. And the Marcinas. Oh. Well, you, you and Kim were on there, weren't you? Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> interviewed. He was. But is it four, though? No. You didn't ask who it was. Yeah. No, it was four. It was the Pony Vice. <laughs> oh, yeah. They went together, though. Yeah, they went else? together, though. Yeah, no, I'm just... That's little brothers. Yeah, they Sets went together. Yeah. That's a shocker. You're so four, though. The four was your yeah. answer that you had, yeah. Didn't, didn't need to be together. We, we had the Henry Wars on at one point as well. They were together. They were, oh. Oh, no, five. They were, they were on the settle chat. But they were still there. No, guest. Five. It was settle chat. It's five. <laughs> yeah. Huge gets the point there. Thank Moving you. on. A uh, few more to finish. How many All Blacks or Black friends did we interview? Jeez. Heck. Six. Incorrect. Seven. Is. Oh, incorrect. Yeah, yeah. Eight. Yes. Who were they? For bonus. Uh, Piri, Naza, Jerome Kainor, Liam Messam, Tana Umanga, Jax, 
and yeah, I have one more. There's two more. No, there was one more, wasn't it? Yeah, no, you're running them six. Naser Power. Yep. Liam Messing Kaino. Yep. Jax Tunner. Yep. There's six. Oh, damn. Um, I hope you Floss was one. Yeah, Floss. And you mentioned the other one before. Lamape. Oh, yeah, Nani, yeah. But that was bonus point anyway, so I'll just take the point. Yeah. Uh, when when so- Sophie Devine joined us on the Patani pod, where did she come in live from? Oof. Oh. Was it Perth? It was. I did that bloody interview and I didn't even get the point. <laughs> Quick tally count here. We've got a huge on five and a half. Is on five. And heck, on one. Two questions to go. New Zealand Music Month guest, King Kapisi, a.k.a. Bill Urale, played one season of rugby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, paper Rock says that he used to. You must be. Indeed. <laughs> I'll give a half point here if you can name the, the team that he should have played for. Yeah, yeah. Boris. Evans <clears throat> Succeed Jay mm-hmm. You two Heck Still on one Yeah seeing as it's all tied up Should we do a tiebreaker question well, Between all three of us Got one more question Yeah I got one more question here <laughs> uh, Jerome Kino Of the Auckland uh, Blues system Yeah I can get into that um, Mentioned If he couldn't play Super Rugby for the Blues He would play for who Yes for the win. Damn. Chiefs. Ding, 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 ding. That's great. They're playing <laughs> for the Chiefs. That's cool. Good stuff. You two. Heck, um, just really got to look in the mirror, eh? Because just... it was amateur. Because <laughs> it was amateur. Nice. Moving Enjoy on. Quiz. Enjoyed that. Did yeah, you? Good. Yeah, well done, Fridge. Thank you. And also heck for you on. Uh, first talking point. We've got, we've got a few talking points to get through here, but the first one was... Um, yep. <laughs> Come back to the talking point shortly. Might have seen uh, Cup. Uh, let's, start, oh, let's start with Farah Palmer Cup. Uh, Wellington Pride. Close loss uh, to Manawatu Cyclones, 31-28. Uh, uh, who caught that game? I caught that game because I had a. They were in my multi, the Pride, yep. to get up. Um, I knew it was going to be closer than their past games, but I thought they they should have won. They should have. Um, so yeah, I was gutted. Yeah, just livid. My uh, seven league multi was gone in the first round. Yeah, yeah. I thought they should have won. Oh, we spoke about it last week. You know, the Cyclones were going to be. A lot better than Hawks Bay and who was the other Tasman? The other one, that mm. quite a And their lineup that the Pride had, even though they were missing Amanda Rash, um, should they should have won that game? Yeah, um, just a lot of unforced errors, and even even at the end of the game, a couple of scrums that just got decimated and just kept they just yeah they just kept the Cyclones close. Jana Vaughan was awesome for one or two, but um, 
Yeah, no, just disappointed with the amount of talent that the mm. Pride have got. That nine to ten really struggled. Um, yeah, no, without Amanda there to run the cutter. You know, we spoke earlier offline about Soraya being an option at ten, but Case, you know, played at nine, but maybe she should have been pushed out to ten because they just couldn't unleash the midfield um, that the Pride had, and even get the ball out to Vitinga on the wing on that. Um, just tough watch, and just such a shame. And unfortunately, it's just been sort of um, quite. It's it's been a Achilles heel for the Pride actually mm. over the years. They just haven't been able to win the close ones and games that they should have. Yeah, you mentioned Sarah. She can't be far off the oh, picture, surely. could she? Yeah, well, especially now because Vaini Masters who is handy. She just yeah just just couldn't couldn't get going from ten there. And I wonder, like Millie Mackey can't be far off, can she? Yeah, surely she's worth a look. I mean, yeah, you know, it's um, like you said they were sluggish. Yeah, out of the halves, and um. And just, they just had periods of pride. There was just a real lack of urgency. Mm. They just kind of, defensively, they were a bit standoffish at times. Mm. Yeah, it was just, it was strange. They really, um, they missed Jax, obviously. You know, Jax, mm. um, Jax would have, I, I think, been really influential if she was in the mix there. Jonah and Anwu, the captain, was, you know, was good. But um, she just had no one to help her out. I thought Dice Falafang off the back was phenomenal. Some of the hits she put on, she's, mm. man, she's a talent. Um, but yeah, just yeah, just really frustrating, a frustrating watch because yeah, Mano two a handy side, got some good players, but there's no way the Pride should have lost that. Um, Faye Awe Mazangi yeah. at Hooker. Yeah, she yeah. started most of the game or two of the she, games. She started, yeah, yeah, she started on Friday as well. Um, obviously new to the position because when she left here last year, she was a Lucy. Yeah. So she's been converted into a Hooker. Jane Bryce um, has been a Hooker for the Pride over the last few years. She's um, not in the squad at the moment. You've got Alicia Print and obviously Alice Soper, who were hookers as well, but they've obviously put their faith in Faye, in Faye or Precious. Um, but yeah, no, she, yeah, she even, she had a pretty rough start to the game, you know, running onto the ball, the carry, knocking on, lineouts were, yeah, the throwing was, yeah, a bit suspect. So yeah, just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but they need to fix it because they come up against Canterbury with that kind of performance. Um, they'll just get yeah. off the bike. Like you said, there's so much talent, but they have these periods where they're just kind of standoffish. And, yeah, it's bizarre. I'm not always a fan of um, converting people into, especially into the front row. I don't, I don't know what it is, especially at, at that level. Mm. I know they try to do it with um, Ellie, yeah. um, moving her from eight to, to prop, which she didn't even want to do. But the, but they, they went and done it anyway. Um, I don't know. It's weird. Just because it's not just technique up there, eh? No, it's not. Um, Shout yeah. out to um, Jonah, though. She 50th game yeah. for the Pride, yeah. so congrats yeah. to her. Mm. It's good considering they, they got, you know, they get less games too, yeah. eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Small competition, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, this is obviously just from the outside looking in, but um, you ought to know the Pride, for me, needs someone like a Rebecca Liwana um, to, to maybe have a role within the team. Mm. I think someone who's been there, done that, um, can relate, can empathise, you know, with the players and that. Uh, that's not having a go at, you know, Bondi and the and the crew that are in there, but um, it'd be awesome to have someone in there that can just... Been there, done find, that. Yeah, can like, really like the, the flame, like the fuse for the girls. Because um, it's, just, it's just such a shame watching, a, you know, a, a group of girls... As talented as them, just not put it together. Um, that midfield of Monica Tangai and 
But saw my kissy who've been carving up mm. women's club rugby all year, mm. just said nothing. Yeah. On the on the weekend and old Aisha out the wing, um, you know, she got a couple of opportunities and converted them, but otherwise she was just on, on D most of the game, which is yeah. Mm. Um huge. Uh Lions uh, got up in a pretty convincing uh thirty two ten win over the Bay of Plenty. Um pretty good game. Uh yeah, they started a bit slow though. Um looked like Bay of Plenty were getting on top of them. Um their set piece struggled a bit um early on, scrum man line out. Um, didn't look like it was clicking that well. Um, but yeah, I think towards the end, the Lions class sort of shone through and um, some pretty good or well-executed tries that they had. And yeah, it was good to see um, see them come out and get on top of them eventually uh, in the end. Yeah, that, that hooker's try uh, down the front of the line. Tyrone Thompson. That was a pretty cool try. Mm. But for me, I reckon it highlighted the pace difference between like a Elmore or maybe a Colsey and, and everyone else, do you reckon? He doesn't seem that, that quick. Oh, no, he's pretty quick. Is he? Yeah. Oh, not bad then. <laughs> oh, I mean, the Suffolk and Colsey are, are freaks. So they're rapid. Um, but I don't think Tyrone... Maybe they just look... Will be too far quicker, off. Yeah, yeah maybe. To be, to be, I mean, it was a great try, but yeah. to be honest, the defence was pretty... Oh, the defence oh, was poor. Was How average was that winger? Was yeah. it the winger? Oh, yeah. fullback, I think. Caleb Trask. Just yeah. dropped a... a Shoulder in there and he's just been sober. Got sold and done it. Yeah, yeah. No, it was the other one chasing that was the worst. Like he kind of dived to do a kind of limp. Oh, there was the opposition hooker. There was Nathan Vella. Was it? Yeah. He dived to do a kind of ankle tap. Yeah. His yeah. knee hit the deck. And yeah. Kind of just... yeah, there was the under hooker. Shocker. Yeah. Was... But how good was it to see Rupert Love get um, yeah. the opportunity out in the game? And then he. And boy, he was fired up. Yeah. Yeah. And that try scored in the corner as well just shows the athleticism. I mean, we've been. We've been raving about that guy all year on the mm. pod, and, and he just, yeah, just great for everyone to see um, the talent that he is. And hopefully one day we'll see him in the saddle, maybe. <laughs> but um, that's another, it's a whole new, uh, yeah, whole another conversation. But yeah, stoked for him. Had his injury issues, but got his chance. Mutz uh, made it back out there. Mm. No, it was good to see Mutz out there. Um, when he went back on there, though, it did, he, it did sort of, his experience sort of shone through. And um, you could tell just the little things that he does. Um, bro, technically, yeah. he's one of the best players. Just yeah. his knowledge, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, he thinks about stuff like... Like, he could be next to a guy that's played 100 freaking club games or, or whatever, and he'd still know way more technical stuff about everything, bro. Down to the smallest yeah. detail. Eh? No, he, he was good. Um, he is gone... Oh, I won't say gonna be, because he actually is now. He's um, he's a good coach. Yeah. Um, so he's very intelligent and very rugby smart. Um, so when he does eventually stop playing rugby and if he decides to take up coaching sort of more regularly, he's, mm. um, I think he's going to be a pretty, pretty impressive coach, yeah. to be fair. From, yeah, from the times he used to come down here and uh, coach the Brotherhood or help out with the Brotherhood, where just, you just knew his knowledge and, and stuff where it was, was awesome. Um, that's enough for sizzling his sausage. He doesn't need it. But um, still, still good seeing him. Um, he was down there tonight, um, taking down the fences as well. So you know, he still chips in after day of training and pops down, and helps off the. Admittedly, it was probably about um, fifty minutes late, and most of it was done by then. But he was still still showed up. Club so good on your mutts, yeah. He wasn't at uh, he wasn't at the sevens meeting. Come on, mutts. He might be on contract at the moment. <laughs> uh, I did uh, have here the notable game. Uh, we won't go through all the results of the Modern Cup and. The Farrah Palmer Cup, but um, Taranaki's uh, reign on the shield, uh, short-lived. 
yeah, clearly too much um, celebrating. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Wellington, they lost at their first uh, challenge yep. to Tasman uh, back in 08 as well. So, Man, when are we going to get another shot at this uh, shield? Well, eh? well there's a sh- this, Hawks uh, Bay get a crack yeah, yeah, this so weekend. Hawks Bay get a crack this weekend. If Hawks Bay win it off Otago, which could happen because Hawks Bay are a pretty good team, then Hawks Bay just need to defend it against North Harbour, which is likely, and Munro too. Then Wellington gets a crack. Oh. There's another reputation as well. Counties is a chance. Off. Yeah, if counties take it off Hawks Bay, I think, and we go to counties, we get a shot. So. But it would have been a um, challenge this week against Canterbury if they obviously held on to it last week. But well, yeah, like last week or two weeks ago. Um, so yeah, but I don't know. It's it does seem that there are certain provinces that always seem to get challenges, yeah. and Wellington very rarely does. So you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> it's always bloody mm. Hawks Bay, Taranaki, Canterbury. Yeah. Unbelievable. Right, moving on. Southland. Talk, oh, actually, before we get into that talking point, um, we're talking before about something that sparked up. Um, you guys watched uh, the UEC yesterday? Yes. See that uh, Adesanya fight? Yes. You see the celebration afterwards? I've seen, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Too far or? Controversial. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Oh. Each to their own, but I, I don't like that sort of stuff. I don't like the whole gloating oh. thing afterwards. To be fair, that Costa was he it was, was a just dick. he was just as bad leaning into the fight. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah pretty bad. To be fair, so it would have been a bit of pent up frustration. But yeah, I don't know. But too much yeah. for me. Oh yeah, Adesanya, the the, the yeah the showboating, the, that kind of stuff is a bit cringeworthy. I think sometimes you just let your performance kind of do the talking mm. and celebrate your success that way. But yeah. You can, you can get, get a bit out of hand. I suppose when you're fighting a bloke in your undies, the adrenaline's just firing and, <laughs> and you probably do things you regret. Yeah, it was... Yeah, you don't... You shouldn't treat your opposition like that. But I suppose that's the name of the game, I suppose, in that one, isn't it? Too, too kind of... Too brutal for me, the old UFC, eh? Mm. Too primal. No, I love it, bro. It's raw, yeah, man. I, I love it, eh? It's an absolute throwback. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, that that whole yeah that whole kind of you know that banter that happens pre and post fighters. Mm. It, it, it takes me back to the Tor Cameron fight. Like mm. <laughs> when that happened, like honestly, when that happened, the, the, in the lead up to it, I was I feared for Cameron's life because I was just thinking, this guy, I don't think this guy knows what he's getting himself into. Seriously, yeah. but but the the problem was, it was is it Ryan's film? Is he the manager? Yeah, it was him that I. It was him that was pissing me off. Like, like, Cameron, like Cameron, yeah, Cameron was doing his bit. But Ryansfield was he was driving that whole thing, and I was just thinking, yeah. Ryansfield needs to get in the ring. Tor needs to put him away first, and then put Cameron <laughs> away because yeah. But obviously, in the lead up to it, I I yeah, I just knew Cameron was way out of his depth, and it just yeah. But fair to say, Tor was probably out of shape when that that deal was inked. If he rocks up to press conference with that amount of weight dropped, man, I'm I'm dropping trolley like yeah. like that's yeah. Maybe they were just trying to wind him up so he'd swing out, kind of rope it out, maybe. Yeah. But you're not the kind of guy you want to wind up, David mm-hmm. Tua. It was the biggest backfire fight ever uh-huh. in, the, in the, the manner in which he'd done it. It was, just, I've never, like, it was probably one of the worst knockouts I've seen in the ring. It was, it was that, like, we were living in Yapuni at the time, and I could hear screaming from <laughs> the top of the street. Like, it was, it was that. Like, you know, it, was, it was just, you know, I don't know. A lot of people I didn't, you know, talk to didn't really... Back Cameron at all. There were a lot of people there in the tour camp, but clearly most of the country ended up being in the tour camp just from what was happening pre-fight. But I, yeah, I could literally hear screaming yeah. from 
down the road. I had um, drinks in my house that night in my flat in Newtown and um, Bagel was around there. And um, I remember him, he, him in particular was just the, the volume of his voice. And just That's the right. amount of chahus, yeah. Was D-Man there too? Yeah, yeah we, I think it was my birthday. And um, yeah. I, I had drinks around in my flat and all my flatmates were there. And they just were looking at Bega as Bega was celebrating chahuing and stuff. And he, they were just like, what the hell is happening here? But as you know, Bega is pretty loud when he gets going. Did Bruce play um, some real bad 90s R&B all night after that? Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah, nice. I tell you what, though, I do need it. You've got to take your hat off to Dana White and the UFC for like putting together these fights on mm-hmm. the, the fight island kind of thing. It's a shame that the, the, the heavyweight boxing is just kind of, there was that hype with um, mm. Wilder and uh, the Gypsy King, Fury, and yeah. it's kind of died off, eh? Yeah. They, they just don't fight as often, eh? Like, nah. It seems like UFC, they've just got fights just churning out all the time, like quality fights as well. well I, What's, think, I think that um, Fight Island that they're at, at the moment has got a lot to pay for that, but they're actually doing all the... Yeah, yeah. That's how they can have all these fights. But the that's moment. why the UFC's great. If you've got the belt, you have to fight. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm. you can't just sit around and... But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's just a shame that... Because the heavyweight boxing, that should be the premier event mm. in the world, you know? Well, it should be. It used to but, be, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not a Mayweather fan at all, but that welterweight division is is obviously more interesting than the heavyweight. Yeah. The heavyweight should be the premier. Like you're talking, you know, your Fury and your Wilder. Yeah. You know, obviously Joshua, Joshua, Joshua and um, who's, the, who's the Latino guy that knocked him out a couple of times? Ruiz. Um, Ruiz. Quick I'm over there, Candy guy. Ruiz. Yeah, yeah, but... He'd knock you out, Fridge. Yeah, no doubt. But just the biggest opportunity squandered, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had the bout, lived it up, and then just yeah, yeah. But I was on it. I was I was a fan too, and just he stuffed it up. No, yeah, like it's him. just boxing's just a bit frustrating how there's so many different um, organizations that have different belts and yeah, um, and that's where the UFC's got it right. And you don't know, and then to get a fight that everyone wants to see, it takes forever because there's all these things is they're not they're not um, like in the same organization is the mm. other one and just frustrating whereas UFC is sort of because it's one organization you get it sort of get forced into it I still remember being a young buck and going to watch going with dad to his mate's place to watch um, Holyfield Tyson mm. when I was real young mm. and then that bloody tour Lennox Lewis was a real letdown oh. god that was a depressing day didn't fire a shot just no, didn't fire Lennox anything shot, didn't he? Yeah. and then the panic hooks in the last couple of rounds good see out of sun you're giving a shout out to Wanganui Mm-hmm. Yep. yep, unbelievable mm-hmm. you are. Yep, fun the news. Up the Wanganui. Is right. he Wanganui yeah. local? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's where he um when he first came from Nigeria, he went to the family moved to Wanganui. Oh, okay. Done high school in there. Oh, that, that's a change, isn't it? And I think didn't he get into into um into the octagon because he got bullied in Wanganui? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's why. Yeah. 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 yeah, went to collegiate, got bullied there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send him into the superstar. Bullied around Wanganui by two uh, Smith brothers. <laughs> huh? yeah. uh, onto the meat, boys. Onto the meat of the pod. Uh, just to finish off as well. We're into the, the back third. Uh, just a few talking points here that we come up with. Uh, the first one is the All Black schedule. I know uh, on the 11th of October, we're here in Wellington, uh, up at Eden Park on the 18th, I think it is. Yeah. Um, but the notable one I wanted to talk about was just that whole Christmas debacle. Um, that they come up with their like plane in Aussie, and then um, they don't get to come out of isolation till after Boxing Day, I think it is. Yeah, Christmas mm. Day, yeah. So, what do you, what do you guys think about that one? Like, surely we could just 
nudge of the day forward or, or something like that? Is it is that the thought of the the public or because like, I saw some comments on Facebook like, well, the Warriors just done done all this, so one day should blah blah blah. So no, if you have the ability to to move something forward for something like Christmas, then I would. But what are your guys' thoughts around it? Yeah, the, so the NZR I think had um, they obviously had aimed for the fifth of December, I think, to be the the last test for the All Blacks for the year. But obviously with Sansa, um, it, that all, the last All Black test being the, ended up being the twelfth, meaning that obviously wouldn't travel home till the thirteenth. Isolate two weeks. Miss Christmas with their families, so yeah, so I, yeah, it's not not ideal. But then in saying that, um, the last thing you want is for the ABs to, you know, to arrive into the country and and just sort of yeah, well, and then and then just sort of wander past, you know, the general public and you know and have you know have uh, what's the word? Compensa- yeah, 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 have special treatment. Um, I'm all about you know obviously you know. Um, thinking about everyone here, so just yeah, just not ideal at all. Yeah. Nice. Sorry, that's not really an answer to your question, but yeah, yeah. yeah it's not ideal. But you know, they are professionals. You know, yeah. it's only it is, yeah. Christmas isn't that big, is it? For a ten-year-old, it's huge. But guess it is for those ones that have had their first children. I guess oh, first yeah, Christmas. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about the family. Yeah. Yeah. But in saying that, how great is it to? Mm. You know, mm. potentially look at you know a couple of weeks' time mm. a, a full uh, Caketon Sky because, Stadium. Because what two weeks ago there was no there was no schedule at all, no, no. but we had a, an All Black naming. Yeah, and I love going to the <clears> dark. <throat> like you know, these guys haven't played against each other in oh, six months. Yeah. When, when did when did lockdown start? Yeah, when did Super Rugby finish? So it's kind of you know back before the Super Rugby days where you'd mm. play these tests and you'd have no idea where the kind of standing was. Is it four tests total? Four tests total. Where? So we got two here, and then go over there for. Well, we go over there for a full championship. Oh, South Africa involved too. Yeah, yeah. And Argentina. Yeah, and Argentina. Oh, true. <coughs> Good research. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, that, yeah, that that runs November, November, December. Chair. That's cool. But how good's that? Sky Stadium, four pm day. Yeah. Oh, oh, how good! I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. Got your tickets, huge. I did. Yeah. Section D, though. Cheap, oh. cheap seats. But hey, I You're thought it's a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Section D. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that game. The waterfront. You pumping. Mm. You going, Ness? Uh I've got tickets. So I'm, I'll, I'm in a till the day before. Cool guy. It's a fair trick from the car park. We'll yeah. see how we go. Oh, mate, surely you can yeah, drop off straight in there, mate. Sure. No. In the golf cart? Show right you, to your seat. Golf cart. Show your Gus, staff ID. The gas bus. The gas bus. <laughs> um, no, I'm not. But one of these days I will get my first All Blacks. Well, you never been to All Blacks? Huh? Aye? Did you get a box one time, eh? Yeah. Pick electric. Hell pizza. 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 <laughs> pizza. You guys got a um, box up there? <laughs> nice. Uh, next point I brought up is just around Club Sevens. Not sure if uh, you guys had any views on this, but um, just thought uh, is, is the Sevens scene dying out? Has, has it been bigger than what it is now? Or 
anything like that. Is there room in the calendar? Um, like a year like this year, you know, we played into September. Uh, looks like a month off, and then they're into sevens in November. Um, are there any positives and negatives of having sevens around? Any thoughts out there? Yeah, I think it's important. Um, I reckon more so this year because there's not as much rep- representative rugby on, so there's no clashes or crossovers or anything like that. So each club, bar their Lions players and uh, Pride players, can put out pretty much their best teams. Um, if all fit so I think this year there should definitely be more than the just the sole tournament if that's the way they do go um, and then going forward I think sevens is a pretty big opportunity for people these days and to get on things like seven circuits and there's other sevens tournaments around the world so I think it's a pretty good launch pad and for clubs it's also good recruitment as well for um, players especially coming out of school that might want to have a bit of run around with the club and get to know a few people as well so no nah, I think it's um, I think there should be room for it um, and I think there should be a bit of emphasis put on it as well. Nice. Pretty much perfectly said. Um, I just like the vibe around it as well. Just you know, the, the festival type vibe yeah. around the, the clubs as well. Yeah, I think you hit it on the head, didn't he, really? Um, I think Sevens, it's just a, been a, it's a, a fair reflection of what's going on with club rugby. I remember when I was at high school, we'd come and play and kind of the third Petoni team, just as a bit of fun with a few of the, few of the older Petoni guys. Um, and most clubs would front with kind of three teams and there was, mm. you know, a, a, a cup, a bowl and a plate. Um, and now kind of most clubs have one, maybe none, which is a shame. But yeah, like, like you said, without any rep footy, hopefully the numbers are bolstered and, <clears throat> and they make it more than, more than the one tournament I think they've got planned at the moment. Nice. Um, the next point I had here, boys, was on to the front there. I know we've maybe talked about it briefly in, in past pods, was just how can we strengthen um, clubs that are just having challenges at the moment or, or struggling numbers-wise at the moment. Um, I know someone floated the idea. I can't remember where, whether it was here or uh, in a conversation that if we just had juniors go back to their, their, their clubs, that would be cool. And then I thought on the back of that, like, like if a, if, if a college level wanted to go to another club, like you could go play for your junior club for like a minimum of a year or two or something like that, like through the Colts years, they might strengthen up the Colts comp before they go on to play senior, senior footy. Or does that mess with like under-19s, under-20s, things like that? Any thoughts around that? See, my thought was that you should just play club right through even when you go to college. Um, mm. I think that doing that, you can still have your traditional first thing games and college games in that. But I think if you sort of just keep going through your club from right from nursery grade up till premier grade, um, you don't lose that connection. And you would hope you won't lose as many players that sort of go to school and lose a bit of interest in rugby. And then once they leave school, they sort of don't play rugby at all. Um, and then that's obviously going to bolster the clubs as well because there's going to be more uh, membership at the clubs. Like the the schools don't need that membership. I don't think their sports teams and how many numbers they get to don't have a really big impact on the school. Whereas clubs and membership is quite a big thing and can sort of keep clubs afloat. So um, yeah, that's just a thought from me. I think yeah, play just keep playing club all the way through, um, right up, and then yeah, still 
there's still room for those traditional first 15 games as well. <coughs> play play first 15s on midday and midweek Wednesdays and clubs on Saturday. It's a pretty interesting thought that. It's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, I think there's a lot of validation around um you just idea there. Yeah. To be honest, um another thing is um I just find that uh some clubs have guys in positions RDOs, CCOs, whatever you call them, game development officers, game development yeah, they um some of them are really active in getting up to, you know, for example, you know, with the hurricanes, like the camps is happening at the moment. I mean, what's not to say that, you know, you know, we have a club rep up there or, you know, an MSP or someone up there just to kind of, you know, snoop around and introduce themselves and, you know, start, you know. Because um, cause I think about it like an MSP who over the years, I mean, they had Adam Morgan and Matt Dobbin, both NZ schools players, uh, one in Auckland, one out of Hamilton, who both went to MSP. Um, They've had the Thompson brothers over the years who uh, out of Napier. And I think the connection there was probably through Marist, eh, maybe. But to to me, some of the some of the clubs kind of just get um some of the stronger clubs get stronger, you know what I mean? And and obviously the, we've got the four clubs. Yeah, Avalon, Wellington, Paraplum and Jable who are, are just fighting between fighting between or with each other with the last four spots. I was thinking if, if there was some way of having a draft like maybe the 20 sort of top score levers that come into the, you know, Wellington system, Wellington Academy type thing who don't necessarily have a connection to a club. And and you have 20 players, you have a draft and players seated, you seed the players, one to 20, and maybe players seated one through to eight, the four bottom clubs um, get dibs on those players. So... What's it, is it like NBA or something? Yeah, I mean, it's, like the lottery? it's interesting. I mean, the only issue... I can think of is, and this is playing the NBA recently, is tanking. You <laughs> might get some teams lose on purpose so they can get the best draft. Yeah, that's a, that's but a I like, point. I like, mm. but it's a good idea. I mean, yeah, and, 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 and the reason I think that way is because, like I was just saying, how do two NZ schools players who come into Wellington go to the same club yeah. and go to a club like MSP who, yeah. who, who have some Pats Town, um, they've got Rongatai, they've got Cole, and, you know, so those eastern suburbs clubs, I know they talk about, oh, look, there's four clubs in the eastern suburbs. Is you know we're we're fighting for the same pool. There's four colleges out there. Mm-hmm. Here, here in the village, we don't have a college yet. We don't have a school that feeds us. You've got your four clubs out in the eastern suburbs, but you've got your four four schools out that way. So, you know, and so why should we get two New Zealand, two of the best fifty, well, two of the best, you know, twenty five players because they're both in their school side. So you come to Wellington and go to the one club. Um, it, yeah, just seems that there's there's just no balance here. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like you know, Maris have got some pretty handy tens already there. They had James Proctor, Fatuna still running around. Adam Morgan goes there. He's a he's a New Zealand schools ten. Why are we not sending a ten out to Jable to run the cutter there? Why are we not sending the ten out to the Axman to run the cutter there? I've got to say, your responses and and research around these subjects that we talk about sometimes is just on point. A eh? like. That's uh, it, yeah, bang on. Just like Eugene's point before, that seven's just bang on again. I haven't got much to say around that. Heck, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a bigger issue. And you kind of touched on it. It's the, the the amount of players we lose when they hit college. We get a, tons of players stop playing, and then it seventh form level into the club 
transition, we're losing mm. a ton of players there as well. That's another good point, man. <laughs> and I think that's that's the biggest problem is and Ez is kind of talking about the the upper echelon, you know, the, the most talented players, but I worry about the guys who just love playing footy just for fun, you know. We're losing all those guys. And you think about all the grades we've lost. Um, um, NZ Rugby have had a push at making their 8080s grade a bit bigger with that national comp, which is a great initiative. But we've lost the Prezies. And, and we at Petone don't have an 8080s at the moment. 8080s and Prezies are probably your biggest drinkers over the social bar. Team, <laughs> yeah. Social teams, yeah. You know, they're giving your club a lot of, a lot of money. Um, yeah, so it's just a we just it's a bigger problem than just club at the club level. It's mm. right through the amount of players we're losing at these kind of choke points at the end of junior rugby <clears> and at the end of college. Yeah, really like those points, boys. Um, <clears throat> let's maybe revisit that whole school thing and put a bit more detail detail into it. Maybe in a couple of weeks or a month's time and just see <clears throat> what the real advantages and disadvantages of that might be. Um, pretty good good subject there. Uh, but I like the idea of just kids staying with, with the club all the way through the college years. Uh, and then I think you're bang on the money there too, because you don't lose as many to like basketball and all that because they just haven't left the club. Um, and if you look at a college like Hutt High, They've gone from having all these footy teams to having maybe two, like a first 15 in the, um, in the 75s or something, or under 15s, 15, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, something to think about there. If you've got any thoughts at all, feel free to send your thoughts to Patani Saddle Chat at gmail.com. Um, next one, boys, just in general, favourite moments from your 2020 rugby season. No, we've got other, other well, yeah, they come later as well, but any favourite moments that kind of, come to mind when you when you think about the season that we've just had I mean one for me that stood out just on Saturday just brought a tear to the eye just the Paniki boys getting that medal for ninth place <laughs> yeah how good just worked so hard for it eh? yeah. <laughs> um, oh for me overall favourite moment was hearing that uh, rugby was going to start up again post COVID um, post lockdown which was pretty cool like boys had done quite a lot of work um, or in, in management and, and club done quite a lot of work before the lockdown and to have that sort of stop the week of that competition meant to start um, was a bit of a kick in the teeth but to hear that when it went down to level one and we were able to play again was yeah, I, I thought that was pretty pretty cool um, a, a real one from me um, just that, that McBain day mm. as a whole um, yeah. just an awesome day on the field, the boys got up and then just to see the club rooms just an absolute hive of activity that night was was pretty cool, and and just the old guys who were kind of harping back to the you know late eighties, nineties when it was kind of last like that was kind of cool. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm so glad that game wasn't played in like a level level two or mm. anything like that. Would have lost some real. Uh... Yeah. Apart from the um, Prem Reserves getting the toweling that day, then overall pretty good. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Is any uh, favourite yeah. moments? Oh, to be honest, you know, the last couple of weeks, um, you know, with our Premier Group, you know, I know there's um, there's still a wee bit of a sour taste just with the way the season finished. I think, I think I won't be lying if I, if I said that, but I just hope that for our Premier Group's sake, that um, 
they don't feel that the season is defined by that by that semi-final um, loss to North. Because if you look, obviously, what happened before that to finish with a ten and three record, I think is something that we need to be proud of. The silver, the amount of silver that we won, it just seemed to be happen, happening on a, on the weekly. Um, but then just to see some of the boys graduate to the next level, obviously Bussy Mutz um, and Yona, who's now sort of part of the line, set up Nico to the Southland Stags, who were two from three in the Modesty mm. Cup, which is pretty awesome for them. Um, and in the growth of you know some of our season players who rep footy is probably uh, maybe a bridge too far now um, in their careers, but the likes of JR, um, you know, Willie Tafui, Logan Henry, um, you know, Willie Finney hopefully, you know, um, not too far away from a call-up to hopefully the Lions, but if not, then maybe another Mighty 10 um, team because he's he's way too good to, you know, to not be performing on the next level. And then the guys like Situ, who's obviously new to Premier Rugby, what he was able to achieve. And then obviously the a host of guys who have Premier debuts this year. Um, those are the types of things that for mm-hmm. me are my favourite moments. Yeah, I guess considering uh, this year was meant to be a shortened season, it still felt like a long season. I know we said that last week, but for me, it's felt like a real long season. Well, it's been long because we've been going since, what, January preseason? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've enjoyed all of it, eh? Just the feel around the club. Um, but like you said, that this kind of first, that first week back when everyone was back at the club was, was pretty awesome. Uh, enjoyed all the nights down here. They were pretty cool. Uh, love a cheeky hiney and a longy. Should we go on to that talk point best night of the year now? Segway. I liked um, Old Timers Day too. And I loved how we got the, um, you know, Rattle and the 2000 team involved. I think mm. that's something we need to incorporate each year. Each Old Timers Day, maybe get an old team back and and celebrate there. Yeah. Um, I think I think we've done heaps this year to kind of springboard us into doing more more things mm. and, and getting bigger and bigger every year. Mm. So really looking forward to next year. But yeah, huge brings up a good point. A uh, good segue into maybe um the biggest night of best best night of the year that you've you've had at the club so far. Heck. Uh, it might be the uh the netball night. I had myself some desserts that night. Yeah. Some great yeah, was good night. yeah, I went home with some uh, Slosses in my pockets yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say home? Call your jets, Rich <laughs> uh, um, Yeah, plenty of good nights It's actually been a Post-COVID, eh? It cuts mm. and pumping But um, yeah, my favourite night would have probably been Jax's 50th night mm. Um Oh, Plaque reveal for um, Ben Blackfern and then her uh, blazer night. Um, yeah, it was just cool. Started off with obviously uh, the presentations and everything, and then there was more the obviously we heard Joey come in the other week about talk about the hucker, but yeah, it was about that. And um, obviously, we had sort of dreams to start with on how it would look, and having both the woman and or the ponies girls and um, the more of the men sort of doing the hucker was pretty cool. Mm. And then that night was big night as well so yeah that'd probably be one of my best nights of the year easy yeah hard to yeah like huge hard to kind of differentiate a lot of them but to me they all kind of blur into one to be honest it's just been a massive party of the year at the club this year on and off the field but um for me McBain night's always special um you know every time we beat the mob from over the over the bridge it's always awesome and to do it on our home ground <coughs> come back to the 
<coughs> excuse me, just getting emotional here. Come, yeah, <laughs> come back to the club and come back to the club and um, and obviously have a you know have a have a lot of fun with um, the club guys. But one one moment, <coughs> excuse me, one moment that stands out is probably the highlights when Gucci uh, rocked up again at about nine thirty. You know, oh. full full kit, full kit, strapping tape style. How good! That was too good. Yeah, so that that yeah that memory will, will live on for you know for a long time. And then obviously. You know, a month and a half later on, to to acknowledge the hundredth of um, of a man was awesome as well. So, yeah, no, it's hard to kind of pick one, to be honest. Yeah, um, to be honest, I totally forgot about uh, those nights. Uh, that Gucci's hundredth, so it'll be what? up there. What? Uh, McBain, how good is it winning and then coming back to the club, eh? Mm. It's always a hisser. Um, and I can't wait. I can't wait for McBain twenty twenty one. Go over there and beat them. On their home ground, uh, we're gonna do it. Um, but yeah, like you know me, I like the big nights. I like the small nights. They're all the they're all the same to me, you know. Um, like I said probably earlier in the year, one of my favourite parts is kind of that last kind of few left on the on the table that you're sitting with, and the the random group of people that you end up uh, drinking with there at the end is always cool. Um, yeah, the little boozer on our Saturday was great. Mm. Little group group boozer at the bar is good. Made a couple of got a couple of videos too for prize giving. Oh, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> they uh, mm. they feature Tom Carter, family friend. Oh no, and they're not family friendly. No, uh, so they won't be making. We'll get it. We'll get it on premium, uh, premium uh, Instagram. Um, awesome. The next point, COVID. It's in our future. <laughs> do you think it's gonna? Do you think it's gonna linger around or, or have an effect into kind of twenty twenty one? It's a real hard one to to tell. Mm. Are we just happy just dropping in and out of levels, just keeping rugby going, but with a no spectator buzz? Well, again, does it depend on if we pick up a case here in Wellington and there's a little bit of a spread? It's just wait and see. Yeah, it's probably more wait and see. It's just uh, you can't really predict what's going to happen because it's. Basically, out of wanting to rugby's hands as well. It's all what the government decides to do. Um, I think you just plan as per a normal season. So, what a March, April start, whenever it was, um, and then hopefully the levels stay down long enough for us to have a full season. So, I think they need to probably look at the season though. And I know we've spoken about this last week around the formats and stuff like that, but probably aim for a shorter season than a longer season to maybe take into account there might be a couple of weeks that we might have to. Not play rugby, perhaps. But, mm. Yeah. Um, I don't see it affecting the rugby season unless there is a border kind of outbreak. Well, yeah. Only if it sort of goes into level three and there's, you can't have yeah, if, if, people. If this Auckland thing happens again where they kind of go into lockdown and we go up a level mm. for nothing, I want to be absolutely filthy. I won't vote. <laughs> How about that? <clears throat> I wasn't happy with it when, when they first done it, and I'm still not. How does not voting help you there? That's boycotting everything, government. <laughs> I don't know. I needed to say something, okay? Yeah, we should vote. Everyone should vote. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't see it affecting next year's club season. I, I think it, internationally it's going to linger. Tournaments and be interesting to see what happens with the Olympics next year. Um, but yeah, I think domestically, I think. I think the NBA yeah. in like Fight Island. Was the NBA the first? You got yep. to bubble? Yep. They've got a pretty forward thinking 
commissioner though. That yeah, he's brilliant. Pretty, pretty onto it. But we know we can still go ahead with public, oh, not public events, with events, just maybe no spectators. There'd be a whole lot of kind of live viewing and mm. things like that. So don't have to cancel events as long as you get people into a bubble, tested frequently, passing. It is a shame, though, eh, these events without spectators. I feel like spectators really bring a lot to that live atmosphere. Mm. Like the NBA, the conference finals the other day, and there was like confetti, but no crowd, and mm. just the kind of team standing there. It was a bit bizarre. But I think they, as much as anyone, had done the best with what they had. Mm. They're freaking Disneyland. Mm. Yeah, well, they're getting, they're getting college football programs showing up, and half of the team has COVID. Yeah. See, the NCA still wants them to play so they can cash in, but yeah. yeah. All right, next one. Um, in your dream world, now there's a fantasy one. In your dream world, uh, what would you like to add to our clubhouse, our facilities, or resources um, here at the club? I want to go my right. First off. Yeah, thanks, Fridge. I was actually going to jump in there because yeah. this uh, this really stood out to me. This question, Same. and I've got a I've got a wee bit of a thank you. We bit of a we bit of a concept that I want to share, and I hope I uh, hope that everyone involved with our Platinum Rugby Club, sponsors, stakeholders, volunteers, family, uh, former players, pizza. anyone who um, who's involved with the club is tuning in because I've got uh, a bit of a plan, and That's I'm hoping cool. to reel all of you in. Um, I've I've wondered for a number of years for North Park to be our number one. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, um, so what I want to see is I want to see fencing going up around the residential end of the field. I'd like to see the far corner um, astroturfed um, and a cage go up. And all our junior footies played played there. Um, you won't get a full-size field for senior rugby, but I think you could still get away with maybe 10s, 11s, under 10s, 11s, 13s, play on a you know, slightly um, shorter and narrower field. Um, I'd like to see uh, a new set of changing rooms built on the softball diamond, just on the softball diamond there, um, which will obviously we'd access week to week for trainings, um, but it'll be two extra changing rooms there for visitors, visiting teams that come. I think we've got um, everything in the clubhouse in terms of facilities, uh, resources. We've got a massive car park um, and everything we can hold here on our North Park, Batoni, um club rooms uh, site um, so yeah so with the number one field obviously um, you know some more adequate lighting put up so obviously we can have night games if need be but um, yeah I, I was talking about hosting and so forth um, and just make it a match day experience uh, I want us to be the leaders and the pioneers and one of the club rugby potentially New Zealand club rugby with um, a match day yeah experience club you know club rugby experience pre-match entertainment match enhancement um local businesses come and they set up food stalls um outside the field <clears throat> make it a whole day thing we've obviously got bouncy castles and you know and, and we've dipped into um you know stalls and stuff in the past the one have it all here um and then ideally on a on a on a saturday i'd love to hopefully by then have um you know we just obviously we we host a club and we pay them at all our top grades colts women senior ones or prem reserves and premier and, and the three games go back to back to back on our number one field. So everyone rocks up. The visitors turn up in a bus and cars for spectators. They've got their own changing rooms. Um, we have the footy. Um, they can come early and obviously dip into 
uh, what we've got set up um, in terms of post pre-match. And then we um, we obviously host them in the changing rooms and they literally just arrive and they're in the one spot the whole day. And then Hutt City Council, you can finally build your 10,000 seat stadium on, on Batoni Rec because we'll be good here, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Although, I mean, the recommended is still, yeah, obviously we're still, you know, obviously for junior footy and, and the like, but mm-hmm. the, ideally the idea is um, all our all our grades from under, you know, nursery grade in the, in the green room, under sixes right through to thirteens um, out there in the morning. The families are here and dipping into all the pre-match stuff, and then we've got some competitive footy. For I see that, yeah. and I like it. Thoughts, huge? Uh, yeah, hundred percent agree. It's um, yeah, something I've I've sort of talked to a few people about. That I'd love our number one field to be here at North Park. Um, I think you lose people from playing over at the Rick Even though it's only across the road, but. There's some people that probably get into their cars after a game thinking they're going to come to the club, get in there and go, yeah, actually, we might just go home. Um, so I think having the game, definitely the premier game on North Park, so people can, yeah, just come straight into the club rooms and grab a beer or a drink and, and some food and that would be great. be great, as we're obviously talking about Dream World, is to upgrade the facilities. So um, I'd love to have um, decking on, on the top of the, similar to Porniki. Um, whereas the decking people can go and watch and some of our old-timers maybe might want to go up there and um, keep a bit warm and stay in there and they can watch the games over the wreck as well, um, over at North Park, sorry. Um, in terms of, yeah, I don't know. I like the idea of all the games being played back-to-back here, um, but then also there is still that possibility that you could still have the earlier games at the wreck, so you don't use it, lose that identity and connection with the wreck. And then eventually everyone will make their way over to the main game, which will be the premier game. And then we're there back, way back in, but um, me and I still like that back-to-back. I was actually initially thinking putting the tennis club down in that far corner and then perhaps making... Get out of here. <laughs> it's only moving the club rooms there and then making maybe two uh, fields, um, maybe move one closer along, um, be a hybrid field, so part artificial, part real, so that it sort of holds and you can play those back-to-back games as well. Um, and then in the dream world as well, I'd love to have sort of maybe put another level over top of the green room, which is purely a gym, like a fully equipped gym that's all locked up and it's fingerprints or sensors or cards that you can give club people to pay a bit extra to have that gym and facility there and upgrade that as well. So, yeah, that's that's how my dream world. So if there's any sort of financial backers out there, then um, mm. we've got the concept here. <clears throat> Just need to make it happen. I like that. So, you know what would be real cool? Um, you know with the current grandstand there is at the, at the wreck. Mm. You know how Forsyth Bar Stadium has, say that, the zoo section? Like if that was at the end of the of this small indoor stadium and then you had the field going a long ways towards Waltec, then you shut it off at the end, then you've still got all of the other wreck for kind of outdoor mm. things too. That'd be pretty cool. And you, and you kept it as the old stand. So you built around it so it was kind of, Real vintage looking stand within the new grand uh, stadium. Mm. Heck, yeah. I mean, I like I like Ezra's match day experience mm. stuff. That's that's awesome. But I can't believe what I'm hearing. I love the wreck. It's probably my it's probably my ashes spot. Mm. I, I love the wreck too. That's why I like the connection. But I just think that it would work better for the club if we had our at least the premier game on North Park, just for the people to make it. Yeah, more sales over the bar and stuff like. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I just don't know if 
Yeah, I love the rick. Or do, I was... move, or do we move the club rooms to the rick? Hmm. We're Interesting. Dreaming. We're dreaming here. I'd love to see at, at North Park. I think we've got, you know, incredible facilities here. We're one of three clubs with a grandstand, I think, on their number one ground. I don't know if I'd change that. I'd love to see a netball court, potentially, two here at the club so the team could train. Maybe you could... Um, Maybe you could pull down like basketball hoops so you could do a little training or Good on I don't know if it's indoor or outdoor, but maybe just roofed. Maybe my roofed. second level gym on the green room could be half court, yeah, half that's, weight. That's a good it. idea. Yeah. Um, bit of cross training, bit of b-ball. Um, yeah, when I saw this question, I thought it was kind of fun stuff. I was, I was thinking I was two spas in the outdoor area. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. You can dream. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. dream. Yeah. Dream away. It's a good idea. Two spas, maybe like a steam room, sauna. Oh, I'd probably put it more in a chain. Oh, sorry, this is your drink. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> you know, the unisex, the steam room, sauna. <laughs> <coughs> but um, maybe like if North Park was astroturfed, just so you could train all year round. I don't know. I'd like that for training. Yeah, Mind you, we have had a good year. Weather-wise, only a couple of real bad training nights in the rain this year the deck is hard now mm. I suppose we're getting late in the year but decks are hard yeah hard deck yep um, it's a hard deck like a fire pit outside near the barbecue area yeah I brought the brazy I don't know if it's still out there but yeah fire pit would be better that could get quite dangerous with Tom Carter late at night though true Another risk someone's sake, <laughs> especially when he's naked. Yeah, <clears throat> burn some sensitive areas. But I think a spa pool out there would be cool. Mm. I'll just uh, just jump in here quickly. Um, another idea which I sort of shared with the odd person over the last few years, but never really kind of taken off the ground, was um, an actual supporters club for the Premier Team. Premier Team to start with, but <clears throat> I'd called it the Blue Wave, and it was basically. Uh, tapping into the partners, the families, the kids. Mm. Um, they pay a, sh- a small fee of, you know, maybe thirty bucks, thirty, you know, bucks for adults and you know, twenty for kids or something like that. Um, and obviously, we look at kidding them out with, you know, appropriate supporters gear at the beginning of the year. And um, and so they travel around on a bus to all our away games um, and obviously home games. They'll just they'll find a section of the of the grandstand to sit in. And and we just work on yeah, kind of building that supporter base, kit it out in the blue, black, and white that we nice. wear. Um, and we can, you know, obviously they can work on chants and songs and stuff like that. But just something where, um, obviously, you know, Norse obviously have their hundy club, but it was something sort of yeah, the, the blue wave was kind of an idea that you know, obviously it's playing on the the, the colour that is Petoni, uh, but also the wave is is obviously something that just kind of keeps on moving and building and kind of yeah. Mm. So that was yeah something that I shared with Steve a few years ago and some of the management teams in the past, but never really kind of thought of you know. But it wasn't until I saw this that um yeah maybe it's you know obviously something that we could probably work on you know obviously internally and and see where we go from there. We get a great following as it is. Obviously, it's awesome to see some of the players' kids you know in the changing rooms after the game with their dads and taking photos with trophies and stuff, and that kind of just yeah kind of just brought more argument to thinking it'd be awesome if we yeah have that. Support base that can follow us around the region where we have our games and that, and um, 
but yeah, but why not get them all sort of aligned in the same kind of kit? And mm. it'd be great for the players to kind of see. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, what something they could grow with, start with, you know, twenty or thirty people, and before you know it, we'll uh, we get a couple of busloads to mm. all again. I'd, great I'd idea. like to see uh, Dwayne as president of that group. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, he'll, be, he'll be involved in some way. President will be. Um, might be something. A lot of enthusiasm. Though. Oh yeah, doing his songs. And, hey, hey, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, no, he'll bring the zest, no doubt. Great idea, is. Yeah. I'll yeah. design up the t-shirt. Yeah. Especially since we don't have that prezies, we don't have. Do we have a golden oldies team run out this year? Nah. Saw George and that joining over the hill. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. The waves is good too. Oh, Joshy Stevens Club and. Uh, Sydney Waverley, they're called the Waves, yeah. That's good. The Waves sounds like a 60s hairdryer. Rock and roll group. Nice, nice boys. Uh, Some great uh, visions there. I'd like to see um, some decent speakers built into the green room walls Uh, and possibly uh, a TV for analysis built into the wall. Somehow, well, yeah. the Uwe burn Safety. goes pretty good in the uh, in the green room, though. Yeah, but I'm all about audio quality. I like some good bass, oh, okay, and, and a real nice high uh, treble mm. on top of that bass. Yeah, yep. yeah, nice. What about whiteboards just in there as well? Just yeah, yeah. Like and obviously, got we're going to need this when we start up the uh, railways softball club. But what if we do up the diamond? That's where the change. That's where the change rooms are going. Now. Oh, that's where the change rooms are oh, going. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, putting on my um, level scrum cap on now, it would be a fully hydraulic scrum machine. That's mm. well. um, just set in place in a uh, basically a, a specialist scrum room. Mm. Oh, fully dedicated scrum. Be called the Sober Smith uh, scrum room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What happened to the that real old school? Oh, um, man. Scrub machine. It's, it's still, still in the scrum, is the scrum yeah. room, but it's not enough room to actually put a hole nah. in there. But it's, it's mate, that, honestly, that's the best and worst scrum machine I've ever had because that scrummaging on that, if you went to a normal scrum machine, it just made it feel like you're hidden into pillows because yeah. that thing would just. Oh, you, you, it was you horrendous. Like, you go, all right, boys, time for scrums. It's like, oh, like, put a pillow <laughs> on a metal plate. Like a few metal plates, yeah. and that's what you were hitting, bro. Yeah. That was it. We were, we were, we were, we were tearing up tackle bags yep. with the, the, you know, the uh, the cushion in there to tuck under your under your jersey, jersey shoulder yeah. pad, so you had something that was gonna mm. at least try and yeah, alleviate yeah. some of the oh, see. Just, yeah. And it was the one where you just had to go as hard as you could yeah. as well, because if you didn't, it hurt more than actually. Yeah. Not go- oh, I remember you used to come off and take your jersey off and look in the mirror, and all just your shoulders are just bleeding. But Noisy. it made it tougher, made it- mm. noisy <sighs> unit too. Eh? Yeah, mm. doing those scrums, and it worked. It's- well, you think about the times that it was down there, yeah. we brought through some tough, tough front rowers, man. We should bring it back, eh? Should we get try and re- reignite it next year? <sighs> I don't know if it's safe. I don't, I don't know if players these days would actually cope with it, eh? Get Bushy to soup it up. It was, yeah, it was fun. Bro, the, the other thing that made it good. Was um it was a little bit flimsy. Yeah. So you, you had to be strong in the core to kind of keep it up. And and that's why if you went soft, if you didn't quite align it right, yeah. the springs wouldn't go in. Yeah. And so you'd just be hitting like a brick wall. Yeah. So that's why you had to go as hard as you can because if the springs didn't go in and squeeze up, 
you're in a lot of pain and possible career-ending injuries. Yeah, <laughs> or it could be life-ending uh, injuries there. But and then once you kind of hit the wall, like the pressure's still coming in from behind you, but you're going nowhere now. Yeah. So you're taking it all on the. Sh- yeah. Tank, if you're listening to this, you, 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 he's probably there nodding right now, just going. Yeah, yeah. it set you up pretty well because obviously, come game time, scrums felt like a mess. Up. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was that good. <laughs> like, that's not even a lie. That yeah. is legit. Or when you go to a, like, if you went and done scrums for a rep team at another club, you're not on a scrum machine, and everyone's yeah. going, oh, scrums, you feel about that. Which feels nice. Mm. So what about the other one that's just on the springs? Do we still have that one? No, that's what we're talking about, I think. Yeah. Mm. That's that one. That's that one, yeah. Oh, I'm talking about that hydraulic job. Remember that one? I don't think we've ever had a hydraulic. Yeah, no, we, we did. did. did we? It was next to it. My it, white one. When it, it come in new, it went next to it on that side. Yeah, it was under that overhanging um thing in the sawdust room. That's what I thought we were talking about because it was like it, it, when it you spring before my time. When you'd engage, it would it would mm. and push out oh, as well. I don't even remember that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's on me, but um, yeah, that one it was it was it just looked flash, bro. To be honest, because you'd hit it. And then you'd play with the level of, of the um, kind of thing, and then you'd slowly push it back. And then if the coach was an asshole, he'd, he'd like turn it yeah. up and it'd start pushing you back again. Well, we had one. Um, so there was a live scrum. This is the latest yeah. scrum where it, it can go different angles and is meant to simulate a real life scrum. So for the 19s, um, they bought one that costs like 12 grand, I think it was. And literally, we used it a couple of times, and then the rest of the time, we just used the just the normal standard scrum machine. Yeah. It wasn't really adding much to us, and it actually was more trouble setting up and controlling exactly, yeah. than doing that. Or we just done live scrums, mm. which was you can't really beat. So, yeah. good spending there. Shouldn't shouldn't use scrum machines unless it's uh, yeah only only for timing really. I Imag- still imagine how many medals too for ninth and tenth place that are by twelve grand. Yeah. <laughs> I still want to get a double sided. Um, Scrum machine. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what, you scrum two packs against each other? Yep. Or two four front rows or something? Yeah. Why don't you just go against each other? That was more a safety thing. Yeah. But isn't that unsafer? Because you hit, if you get the early hit on, you've got not only your pack behind you, but a machine. Well, you don't lose the hit, do you? <laughs> Tough lessons. But yeah, all, the, all these old school front rows out there listening to that convo with the spring scrum machine will just be having a tear in there oh, at the moment. Yeah. I'd love to hear, I remember being a kid and playing with that hydraulic one. I'd love to hear yeah. from someone, maybe an old boy who remembers that machine. Yeah, it had a red base. Yeah. Uh, with the, it had a little, well, those meter kind of thing. Yeah. To show how much pressure was yeah, on that the machine. Yeah, that really old because I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it was I was bloody kid. loud when you turn it on. Yeah. And then when... Like when you'd go engage, it would like hit you as well. I'm pretty sure Huddle Boys still have one in their um uh, very small green room. Yeah, they have one in their green room. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're noisy. Like even this new new fancy live scrum thing, you couldn't have chats afterwards because the yeah. bloody things going off. And the and the holes underneath from in the sawdust. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I tell you what, I, I'm really loving the scrum talk. Yeah. Out there. Mm. Some good times out there. Yeah. I remember my, my first scrum on that thing. I just, I was fifteen. I was just like, "Holy heck, I'm gonna die here!" <laughs> yeah, it's bad. And then I was like, "Oh, that, that way you guys grab all the cushions and stuff." Yeah. Anywho, great, uh, great visions. Get on board, Tony. We're moving. Great question. 
uh, or talking point there. Do you know what else we need in the green room? Remember that platform <laughs> in the like corner? Yeah. This you, I was the same before. You put, you jump off. Yeah. Do like wrestling moves off. Mm. I was always too scared to go up there. Pussy. Oh, I, was, I was up there a couple of times a night because mm. because that was where obviously we stacked all the tackle bags, the chills and stuff. Yeah. And you literally just pull them out, and then you climb up, and then you'd be Jump Jimmy up. Fly, yeah, yeah. Jimmy Superfly snookering off the, uh, yeah. off the, <laughs> off the top. There was good. Like the the double double O of that side must have been so frustrated every Sunday walking all these pads all over the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> nice. <clears throat> um, life after rugby. I know that's kind of an odd question, but like, or life after Patoni. Or rugby, I don't know. Do you guys can you so can you guys see yourself like not here? That's what I guess what I'm trying to get at. I can't see rugby not being part of my life, to be honest. Yeah, and Patoni not being part of it either. Yeah, I think I'll be here till uh, I kick the bucket, which was a close thing beginning of the year. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I've never. Heard. It was a great question, but yeah, to be honest, I can't really see a non-involvement with the game or the club. Same, yeah. I'll be around Hopefully. somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I I like to think I'll always be involved. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, not as hectic as this season, but yeah, I'll always be around. Still love the club, love Patoni. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's there's been times when I thought I would be anything, and I've had enough. But nah, it'll be pretty hard to to go away from the club and do that. Like. Don't know what might happen in, in the future, and even if you something does happen, if for work or whatever reason you have to go overseas or to another province, um, you're still going to have that link to Patoni anyway. So mm. um, it will be weird though if you ever did have to move away and didn't have that sort of actual direct um, involvement like we've got now. So are you moving away, huge? No, not at all. Jeez. I'm just saying. Have you told you know? Stace? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she, she's the one who told me to go. You said what you got out of the house on Saturday, man. Dog box. No, nah, we're good. We're good. It's just, just weird to think about it. Anyway. Um, last last few ones. Just What about you, Fred? You, you didn't answer it. I don't know. I think it's weird. Like, if you think about coaching and say you look at huge, like, he's good now because he's in, he's in the one, like, he's, he's a Wellington 19s coach. Um, so like he can do his thing around the club, still have connection, but still do that and kind of move as well. Whereas if you're just like a club coach, like you can't coach forever <laughs> at a club, you know, like you can, you can either like say coach Colts and you'll do that for five years and then you might do something different. You're out of coaching. But if you want to kind of climb a ladder in coaching, Let's just say, we'll use me for an example. Let's let's say I was over years, like I move into that premier group, and then I have my time, and then it's done. It's like shit, what do I do there? I don't really want to leave the club, or do I have to go to another club now to continue the coaching journey? Or are you just trying to get out to go back to Hutt? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, guys. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> That's when you go back to Colts and then bring another generation through, Fridge. Yeah, just start again. Yeah, full rotation. True, the cycle. That's a good idea. Mm. Yeah, those are my thoughts anyway. You're not going anywhere for sure. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Uh, last few boys, low of the year. What's your low of the year? 
oh, I'll probably go back to my memorable one, but the low of the year was that week of the first week of the proper season, start of the year, and then just all got squashed with us going into lockdown. And mm. there was no rugby. And we don't know when there was going to be rugby again, to be fair, and whether, whether or not there was actually going to be rugby at all. So, um, yeah, that's probably my, my low. <laughs> COVID. COVID. Milo, um, Milo, probably, um, you know, when I was a bit outspoken of that Wainui game and getting that back <laughs> from the Premier bench and then so just, made it back, just not getting the invite back yeah. uh, either. And then so, you had to see me get, come back onto the bench. Yeah, you're there. There's um, no comms for you. So that was a real low, you know. Uh, I battled there for a few weeks. Um, <laughs> for a dark time. And then another low light was probably when we pulled up for a j- to the semi-final and it was kind of 33-3 and we yeah that kind of broke my heart I couldn't get out of the car I had to go back to the club and kind of stop the bar I couldn't watch so those are probably my two nice and just every um, every midnight um, trying to get people to leave the club huge will know uh, this feeling but <laughs> kicking the boys out when the uh, yeah when the bar closes yeah real tough part of the night yeah I empathise with you now. Is there? Yeah, for me, footy was. I mean, obviously, the it's hard to go past that semi that Heck just mentioned. Um, it just yeah, just just feel a wee bit cheated. I guess maybe is probably the word in terms of the way the season kind of petered out. It's probably because of the contrast of the week before as well. Yeah, well, that, yeah, of, exactly. Of it it was the, just getting a yeah, home semi final. Yeah, to that. yeah. yeah. We'd, we'd just we'd just um, we'd just done so much work to to get there. You know, to get to the semi, we talked about obviously getting through ten and three, Swindale Shield out of the way. Obviously, um, some really memorable victories. Um, you know, guys growing. We've we've done it on the back of seven or eight. You know, probably first choice players not being available again. So coming like, like you said, coming off what we've done out of put it all part Jerry Collins Stadium, to then you know find out at the end of that game that we'd won a home semi and. Um, you know, retain you know, obviously ninety five percent of that squad. Um, and we just, yeah, we we just didn't go to to that next level. So um, that that would be for me the low of the year, and just just more just disappointed for um, for the boys because they'd worked so hard to get there, and just yeah, just knowing that we um, yeah we weren't able to, I guess, reach the Everest that we'd kind of hoped to. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a big one too. The boys didn't deserve to go out like that. No, not at all. They put yeah. in a lot of work this year. And that's why it's really key that, yeah, like I, I guess said earlier, that we we don't define the year on that. And thankfully we, you know, we, we, we don't, but it's always that kind of, you know, you're just that what if, you know, we'll talk about it. You know, you come back to the club rooms and like you just said the other week, you know, the old timers that, that you know, commended the boys on what they've done all year. It was I was really happy to hear that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they can be scathing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, um, you know, Bruce, who, you know, you met the other week, who's here at most of the, most of the games. Um, uh, you know, even Howie and that, you know, pop, you know, popping by and uh, you know, Howie's been real good this year. Yeah, he's right? been awesome, yeah. It's been awesome, yeah. So that's been massive for, for the group. Uh, I guess mine, um, one of them would have been uh, Judas. <laughs> Finding that out, <laughs> you know who you are. I see you. Anyway, uh, Judas, um, and just not making a final way. It irks me, bro. Yeah. Um, and that's, I don't think that's, that's the fault of anyone. Like, man, 
the boys put in the, put in the shift out there at, at North against North, and I could see it in their eyes after. So it wasn't an effort thing. If it was, it would have hurt a bit more probably. But I was happy with the game they played. I just know North were, were the better team on the day. But just not getting there, oh, it stings, man. It's really stings, though. Um, and yeah, just on the back of that, just we all lost that weekend. So yeah, yeah. Um, but on, uh, I think he's uh, might have said maybe once or twice tonight. Just the boys were feeling a bit down um, going out that way and, and things like that, like the Premier Boys and stuff. But man, they they put a lot of pride back in their jersey this year, you know. Um, and all of a sudden, you can see it across the club. Like everyone's walking, well, I mean, not chest out, but head head up, you know, um, sharing that pride. And I reckon that was one of the best parts. I know it means to be a low, but um, just backing up the Prems boys, you've done an absolute job this year. Really proud of you, and so I just can't wait to, you know, imagine what how good next year is going to be as well. And just you know, building on 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 that is is just the like you say the way the guys carry themselves. I mean, for me, I'm really proud that um, you know we went to we went to a lot of games this year where um, where we we turned up looking looking the part. You know, man, the guys look smart and they're number ones and post game as well. You know, they look really sharp and you know obviously other teams sort of uh, rocked up a wee bit willy nilly in there, but it kind of just makes you proud of mm. where you're from. You know, and the standards that we set internally as a group. I know, you know, post the game as well, the pack down, the guys are always helping out to clean up the sheds and that. And, um, you know, that can be a bit of a chore for, for some guys after an 80-minute effort or, you know, putting half a day into into that. But to see the guys still, you know, reach out to kind, you know, to help the management teams out with that kind of things. Those are the things that at the end of the day, when you, if you lose a game, it, it, you know, you, you, have, you have to kind of strip everything back and think, man, I'm proud of, of the group that you're working with. You know, these are the young guys that, you know, that, um, that will... That will literally, um, you know, do anything for for the guys either side of them, which is awesome, and in their management group. So, yeah, lots of lots of really good positives out of this year, and stuff to build on for going forward. I concur with what he said. Yeah, just a great group of young men at the club at the moment, all willing to chip in, and yeah, I think we're in a good place. I just hope they don't just rest on that though, and they we, and we lose all that. If they were, and I don't think we will, because um, as you said, it's an awesome group of boys but hopefully we carry that through to next year and then keep improving on it and then mm. things like that loss to the Norse in the semi-final that that's they use that as a learning moment as well so that next year if we sort of face off that sort of same scenario where we have a high in the final round of regular season to refocusing for a semi-final that that sort of is lingering in the background so they can sort of learn from that as well so mm. yes yeah, obviously building on the good work we've done this year yeah, especially the Colts too. I feel like they might have relied on natural ability a lot this year, Fridge, and not maybe not working as hard as they probably could have. And I think they'll learn from that, you know, that they need to put in put in the extras and stuff like that. And just learning each club in Wellington kind of has their way of playing. And in your Colts year, you kind of you learn that and figure it out. Um, and, yeah, they'll be the better for that this next year, I think, the Colts. And still, still like we touched on last week, still a young group. Only, only a few of them, you know, age out this year. Yeah, and I'm excited to see the new players that come in next year as well, um, as well as any other players that not get recruited, but maybe leave their clubs to come to come to ours as well. See what their list is like. Hi to my, everyone's welcome. 
And just seeing them experience things like our cults group this year that Cordy, like you could see them, you could literally see them experiencing the Cordy for the first time, and like the eyes were just everywhere, just like wondering what was going on or what's next, and surprised at how hard the punishments might have been. And yeah, pretty weepy. Yeah, yeah. Pretty aggressive. <laughs> nice mm. boys. Um, any funny, funny moments of the year? Funniest moments? I know, like for myself, there's been maybe about four or five just absolute like laughter fits in here, which yeah. has been real funny. And then the funny, the, as funny as it is in here, then you got like people who message you like, "Bro, that part on the chat was funny as man." Any for you guys? Yeah, I, when I was thinking about this, it was um, yeah, a lot of the stuff when we're in hysterics in here. Um, so the first time sort of girth was thrown out there and. Um, (laughs) things like that and the father cleary moment and all that sort of stuff um to be fair the funniest moment for me on the field probably would have been when you guys got banned from the from the dugout i I, I thought that was hilarious um mainly because we could have sort of talk talk about it and sort of mock you a bit around it and then obviously the developments around fridge getting reinstated and hack still on the other so yeah but that's there's probably a couple of my funny moments of the season you know, bring me back into the dugout. Maybe the semi-final goes differently. You know, you just never know. You know, valid. Um, yeah, like I was saying, yeah, we've had some absolute pearlers uh, uh, on on the saddle chat. Um, I know we might look at a way of maybe uh, getting some audio bites and putting them into a wee uh, ninety-second, uh, you know, um, little effort to wrap up the year. You know what? One I want to. Hear? Oh, we'll talk about it off here. And, um, <laughs> but for me, I mean, obviously, I, I made no secret about Benedict Grant's uh, commentary oh, yeah. skills. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. Um, so, yeah, so maybe we might have a segment. Um, one hit wonder, though, eh? He's only had the one time at the club rooms. And yeah, yeah. Made an impact. But, but I'll tell you what, yeah, yeah. We didn't, we didn't hopefully hear more much. Next year. No, we didn't hear much from him, but when we did, we were, yeah, we yeah. were really spoiled. So, hopefully. He's uh, palmy boy, too. He can yeah. suck back some yeah. wets. Yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. But I, um, there might be a new segment where we might get a wee, um, find a little bit of footage that we can get them to commentate and um, yeah, post it up. It'd be uh, it's oh, fascinating. I'd love to see Vern, Benedict, yep. Yep. and Rampage yeah. as a three-man team. Absolutely. Maybe one's the anchor on the sideline. Let's That'd be it. a great commentary crew. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Any other funny moments? Uh, is, um, what's good? Yeah, I mean, that was enjoyable when you started the media war. That was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, good fun. You bloody stale barling. <laughs> um, um, Father Cleary. Is he, oh, still, is he still with us? There's no way he's still with us if his no. name's on a trophy. I don't know. Darren Larson's still with us. <laughs> as is Chris Dillon. Really? Yeah. As is the ninth and tenth place. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I missed the so no chance of getting Father Cleary on the pod. Probably not. We could ask one of his family members, Nathan. <laughs> um, one of the cool moments uh, was having uh, Adam Julian down here. Yeah, that was pretty cool. He was uh, entertaining. Yeah, good chat, good work around here, cleaning up and all that. Yeah. He's in the midst of a media war at the moment. Mm. He's taking a bit of a again hammering. Yeah. 
Stand your ground, Adam. He made a Flintstones comment. <laughs> it didn't go down well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Running like a Flintstone. Mm. Fred was white, though, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm. yeah. And Barney? Barney Rubble? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think that. it was racially yeah. provoked. Alma? One of the wives? Wilma. Yeah. Um, yeah. Betty. Betty. Mm. Betty Rubble. What's the dinosaur's name? Dino. Dino! <laughs> <laughs> was it? I don't know. No Let's look into it. Um, How good a TV show was Dino the Last Dinosaur? Yeah. He's my friend and a whole lot more. Yeah. No, sorry, mate. It was Denver. Oh, Denver. <laughs> That's right. Dino, mate. Denver, the last dinosaur. Yeah, really gone off course here. <laughs> yep. Stay the course. Memorable moment of there? Any? I think we probably covered that, eh? Yeah. He was yeah, a few, yeah. For me, it was Gucci, the hucker. Good speech from his old man. Good speech yeah. from him. Huge was all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my single memorable one will probably be him walking in full kit, cast. Yeah. And uh, Adam Julian absolutely frothing. Yeah. I quite like the George Sione in full kit as well. Yeah, that was good. End of, end of season. Big fan of it, eh? <laughs> Alex Good. He's the guy from Saracens who... Yeah. Mm. Did a whole oh, yeah. weekend in his oh. kit. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest what if of there? Yeah, there's a few. There's a few. Um, you probably harped on about it before as well. The, the Wainui game. <coughs> yeah, I mean, it, for me, and ramifications of what could it? What could it? It's that Wainui game. Even if we get a draw, and then if the the headbutt try doesn't go ahead, we win the Swindale Shield. Well, there's there's all sorts. So there's the yeah the Tower game. Um, if we had got up there or. It's even the, even with that that, that try um, the at the end try. there where the ref caught us held up when we clearly placed it before the line and play should have gone when we were hammering their line yeah. towards the end there. Um, there's the OBU game where there's been a few results as well. So there's a few what-offs around if results sort of went our way. We probably would have snatched that Swindale and then that might have put us in a different position than the semi-finals mm. as well. So. The big what-off for me was, um, was if we were able to keep our guys uh, fit. Um, you know, like I said, we you know we we missed. I mean, you know, what if uh, you know Jalen was you know sort of six to eight kg a bit lighter and and you know without a hamstring issue at yeah. all, and we we got to see the best of him mm. after the last few years and the likes of Khan, Vern, Pity, Marcus, Josh HT. Mm. Yeah, a lot of um, injuries again. Yeah. The curse. Is you know, it the curse? Like, do we, we, we could I make a fifteen well. of injured players from the year. They were out for yeah. Yeah. Marcus. Yeah, got to get this place. Man, please, what if the Wellington Rugby team sort their stuff out and we had Vince Asso for a game yeah. or two? <sighs> Don't start yeah. on those guys. Mm. I mean, the positive of Vern's injury is he's got a beautiful cast. Mm. It's just a myriad of colours. Mm. Mm. Cast that you come off uh, the next few days. Pastel colours. Yeah. yeah. My um, what if as well for the Prem Reserves was um, what if we played that cancelled COVID round um, when we played Stoke? Well, due to play Stokes Valley. Mm. And we missed out on what I believe would have been a definite five points. Or what if he just coached all year? Hey, what if he just coached all year? Much did. Mm. Oh, true. <laughs> I got a what if. So sorry, you. Ch- so did everyone not get five points from the Stokes from Valley game? Round. Yeah. So from that round, everyone got three points, which might as well just make it zero. Okay. Um, but. Obviously, it depends on who decides. Some teams would be happy because they were playing a better opposition. Okay. So I think yeah. the way it worked for that week, to be fair, a lot of the 
games that week were probably cancelled each other, us each other out, but there's a couple where I think it might have been a Norse playing the Poniki that would have let us yeah. up a bit more than we played Stokes Valley. We would have <clears> got the points. So. Yeah, sorry, I had a what if, <clears throat> and it was just a, a what if the um, academy allocations were just even <laughs> across all clubs, you know, like it'd be an even competition, wouldn't it? Yeah. They could be all go for a draft, yeah. No, I love you, Avalon. Um, last one here is any surprises of the year? biggest surprise of the year. I'll go and, uh, or maybe not too much of a surprise because her cooking was great, but how much of a success the home game Saturday night feeds were. Incredible. Went down well. Up there with the away game weekends. Well, I was just going to say that, that the away game burgers, heck burgers. (laughs) They were good. But there was It gave people a reason, like people literally were coming back to the conference. Yeah, the reason why I didn't mention it though is it wasn't a surprise to me. I I know this cooking is just A1. Guys are cute. You yeah, know, those ladies have done a shift this year, eh? Some yeah. awesome feeds. Uh, surprise for me has been uh, the success of Saddle Chat. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, I'm not going to sizzle their own sausages here. But, sizzle away. Uh, but, um, yeah, from something which, uh, you know, obviously the the the, uh, the, the crew that is, uh, the, the four of us who, who obviously uh, normally sort of stay in touch, uh, you know, over the... Uh, over messenger and keep each other on the loop with, you know, a bit of news and stuff to, you know, who would have ever thought that would the, the birth of Saddleship would come about and um, hours of work. And here we are now. Um, yeah, uh, obviously feeding information and a bit of controversy to the public. Yeah. So thanks to all the listeners out there that have, uh, yeah, have uh, joined us along for the ride, nice. which we'll park for a wee bit and then get back into it in a few weeks. Well, was when, back to the first one. Was that meant to be just the one-off? Cool. Or did we always have plans to carry it on? No, through lockdown, I think we were looking to do it every Saturday, ah, just during okay. lockdown. Yeah. But then we just decided to keep it going. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Has been a, a cool little run, though. Yeah. Since uh, when was lockdown? March? Mm. Feb? March. March. Yeah. These are some dark times at lockdown, wasn't it? Like drinking at home with your Zoom mates. Zoom beers, yeah, yeah. Mm. Zoom beers. I can. I enjoyed it. I got a lot done. Lockdown. Painted the house. Yeah. It's an opportunity, isn't it? Still got to do a second coat though. No, it's looking good. Yeah. I miss uh, being able to save money during lockdown. <laughs> yeah. It's funny those Zoom beers. Like I caught up with all my mates overseas more than I would normally. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, eh? Yeah. Connections, that's what it's all about. Closing up, I've got uh, three things here. Prize giving, uh, 31st of the 10th. Um, Halloween. Of October, yeah. 6 p.m., doors open, food, 6.30. Awards start at 8. Get a free drink on entry. $20 entry. <laughs> But get down here. It's going to be a good night. Celebrate your, your team's success. Celebrate the individuals in your team that will be recognised for their achievements this year. Uh, it should be a good night. It's usually a good night, you know? Yeah, very good night. Live music. Yep. It's a great night. Mm. Nice. I had a huge night last year. 
Just yeah. don't take don't take the party home to your house because um, you can get in trouble. No. Lock in. You've got you've got a lot to celebrate, you know, this year. So um, yeah, hopefully we'll get a good showing from um, yeah from from all the all the teams. Um, so yes, I know that the management teams will be in touch with the players to hopefully get a um, yeah a good representation across all teams. Uh, celebrate what's been you know we look at it a really really good year for senior footy here at the village. Yeah, and it's just a good way to sign off officially. Yeah. Have the last few few beers with your mates before you go off and do something. And play sevens. Yeah, sevens. Training on Thursday. First training. Get down here. Got a great management group. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll post up about it. Plans moving forward. Uh, I think, what, we're going to jam every couple of weeks? Set the plan? Yeah. We'll have next week off. Enjoy Next a bit week of, off, yeah. Put a far nodes on. I think we just go a bit out of but we'll just do one when we feel the need to. Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, it's two weeks minimum for now. <laughs> Got to keep the content out there. Yeah, true. I do miss, I would miss this. Stay connected. Yeah. Looking forward to a few different, uh, maybe venues for a uh, Saddle Chat. Yeah. <clears throat> I heard Saddle Chat by sea was a, a thing, possible thing. Yeah. I'm booked in for a service, so mm. put a lemon. Get out on the put a lemon of a boat. Yeah. Where is it? Where is it parked? We can just sit on it. <laughs> in his house. It's currently at... Uh, It'd be funny, though. Yeah, we currently at Peak Electrical. Got a pretty good price there for storage. Yeah. They have a good Wi-Fi connection at Peak Electrical. Yeah, really good. Maybe. It's up there with Whitby. Nice. <laughs> If you have any suggestions on where you'd like us to, to film a pod or record a pod from, send it in. You can do it from a restaurant. Yeah. Or, or, or actually, yeah. Somewhere weird, a park. Or if there's a certain guest that you guys would like us to get on as well. Just a lot of, I think summer is going to be based around a lot more guests. We I should believe. do, yeah. yeah. We could do one from the middle of Patani Rec mm. one night. Yeah. A guest or a topic. A or topic, a topic. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Or a team that we could select. We need complaints. There should be a few. <laughs> Don't be shy. Any shout outs? Yeah, let us know. Get through. Any other food spot? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. so we'll, we'll uh, do one in a couple of weeks or two or three weeks. See how it goes from there. We've still got sevens going in the off season. Then a good break into Christmas and then we're back into pre season. It's not even that far away, man. No. Like, We'll be back before you know it. Thank you to our listeners. A big two. Seal, I know, and uh, <laughs> Jake Gooch. <laughs> Callum Box. Callum Box. Boxy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, to all the kings out at North. Thanks. Uh, go around for last words. Hack. Hacks or uh, Jim Dugan. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, I think I'll be, I'll be a bit sad next next uh, next week with no saddle chat. Miss you, boys. Um, but yeah, um, come down and give Sevens a crack Thursday. I mean, for Lucy's and backs, it should be bloody compulsory. But if you want to work on your pass, bit of fitness, come down Thursday, have a run. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, probably on the back of that, we're going to 
start getting a few programs together. So if there's any players out there or potential players to the club, we're going to start getting a few programs together with our trainers here. Um, if you're a front rower, we're probably going to look at starting up a front row club. So um, with a bit of a specific focus on scrummaging, um, but then also maybe a bit of cardio and a bit of extra stuff as well. So um, we'll get those sort of comms out there as well and keep involved. Um, yeah, so look to that because as we've mentioned before, we want to keep building on the the games we made from this year going into next year as well um, and hopefully get across that line in semi-finals. Um, and yeah, just for me, that's all. Shout out to uh, Willie Moala actually. Um, New job. Land, yeah, landed him a head coaching role in, um, in Italy. So he's going places with his coaching. So um, yeah, good stuff, uh, Galal. Um, and all the best over there. I, I have already told him if um, you know, they need a, a guest appearance as a coach, then I'm sure there's uh, four guys here that will happily come over and and assist. That's why he was talking about moving before. He's going to bloody Romania. <laughs> Italy. 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 That's what I Just said, said it. <laughs> no, but uh, well done, mate. And keep it going. Um, yeah, just been a pleasure, lads. Um, we'll see you in two weeks' time anyway, but been good. Season one, done. Nice, nice, huge. Uh, Izzy. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's been an absolute blast. Thanks for everyone um, for, for tuning in. Um, right up until episode 25 we've got today, obviously, a couple of weeks off um for me uh, obviously mahi's um all go at the moment we'll enjoy a week in hamilton next uh next week with the yeah mm. schools crew so that'll be good get recruiting is yeah yeah no we'll um yeah we'll be um have a whisper into any some of the Williams boys see what their plans <laughs> are next year and any other potential guys maybe heading down to the wellington academy um but yeah no, i look forward to catching up again in a couple of weeks time on uh saddle chat 26 we'll go from there so thanks again yeah, been great, great for me. Uh, Twenty-five uh, saddle chat pods or saddle chats, probably should have said. Been good. Um, covered a lot of uh, chat over those uh, twenty, oh, these twenty-five episodes as well. It's been real good. Thanks for all the feedback that that have come in um, from all you guys from all over the world. Really, all the comments and um, feedback you guys had to share has been awesome. Uh, season one done. Bring on uh, the 25 episodes of season two. Keep an eye out. <clears throat> Make sure you follow our Instagram, Patani Rugby. Facebook, Patani Rugby. Um, OnlyFans, Patani Rugby. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we got anything else? YouTube, Patani Rugby. Um, Seven chat premium. Yeah. Or jump, jump on our um, Instagram uh, page and the link will be in the bio. Link in bio. You remember I updated it? Oh, did you? Yeah, links to all our pages. Ooh, oh, nice. Great about that. We're official. Uh, that's us. Saddle Chat 25 in the can. Let's go. Oh. How's uh, pizza? You are number one. <laughs> Your pizza is number one. Your cheese is number one. <laughs> 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 Your sides is number one. Your base is number one. Your delivery is number one. Your toppings are number one. I am singing at the party. Now, nah, thanks, Elspita. He's said enough. He's gone. 
Mate, House Pizza, your number one. Thanks for the support. <laughs> Just from 